Blog Talk Radio. Hi, Blog Talk Radio. This is Tracy Brown coming to you today. Uh, oh, it's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Um, I just want to remind everyone who's um, in a queue right now, whatever you do, don't hang up. When I get toward the end of the show, if I don't have any readings at my job, I just continue the show. So just because it's, you know, near the end of the show doesn't mean I'm going to end it. Let me end it. You stay online. And then if I don't get a phone call, I just continue on. So either way, join me on Twitter at Pop Culture Psychic, and then you can communicate with me directly um, as we're doing the show. So you can chime in. I'll read back your times. And if you want me to take you, then join Twitter at Pop Culture Psychic and then say, Tracy, Tracy, I'm on cue. Remember, we talked about this. But for now, I'm going to bring Malcolm, the ordinary sports political guy, on. Malcolm. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> that actually leads to You know the biggest movie this weekend? Uh, yes, I do, Malcolm. And mommy porn, that's what it is. It's mommy porn. It's, it's mature. It's 50-plus it's porn. Like, I am so disgusted by Fifty Shades of Grey. You're disgusted? Yep. Why? Yep. <laughs> Why disgusted? Be- be- because I think it's for, okay, everybody don't hate me out there, but I think it's for people that are not getting it, like like they're not getting it. And so not getting it puts them in a- not, not, not getting <laughs> what? Not getting sex? They're not having any? <laughs> Is that what it's for? <laughs> yes. I take that as a yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know. I, I didn't know. I think, that's what, I think that's what the excitement is about. I think the reason why the book is so popular is because for women, you know how we are. As women, we decide. So this gives us an opportunity to fantasize, and then they take out their dildos, and then they please themselves. But it's more about not getting it regardless. Is that, I'm sorry. Is that what it's about? I wasn't aware. I really wasn't aware. Maybe I should go see it. So I haven't seen it. I clearly was not a, did not know. I mean, you want to know something funny? What's that? Russell Wilson, the the loser, court, losing quarterback in this year's Super Bowl, he actually went to see it Thursday night and tweeted about it. And he only I said two words. Something. He said, what? great movie. And people got mad at him. Oh. You know why? You know why people got mad at him? Because, you know, oh. he, he always talks about his faith and how, you know, religious he is. And people said, you know, okay. they, they said, well, this movie – this movie is filth, and how dare you go see it kind of thing. And I'm like, oh can't you go to church and, and have a little, you know, freaky side, too? I, I, I yes. don't get it. I'm like. Yes, yes. I mean, I mean, okay, the answer to that question is yes. I mean, when you look at 
Adam and Eve, right? To me, when I look at Adam and Eve, I see sex. I didn't think about it that way, but okay. <laughs> I guess I can see what you're saying. <laughs> Never thought about it like that, though. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me a headache, Malcolm. <laughs> I see sex. But if that, I see sex. <laughs> okay. Are you talking about reading about it? or are you <laughs> No. No, okay, it's more well, Wait a second. I, okay, listen. I brought a new bed, right? Okay. And it was delivered. It was delivered yesterday. And I, I swear to God, I thought about Adam and Eve last night. So I brought a new bed, and I had my son come over, rearrange my furniture. And Malcolm, all I could think was, I love my mattress and my bed so much that I'm not gonna let a man in my bed. Oh, I no thought one. you were going to say just the opposite. I thought you were going to say you had to, you were having fantasies about breaking it in that night. But I guess. No. <laughs> no. You never know what I'm going to say, see? I, I don't. Wait, Ma- Wait, Malcolm, is your TV on? I hear something in the background. Yeah, I, well, look at your, I, have, I always have CNN on, so. Um, I know you do. I know. It's, it's just loud. <laughs> I apologize. I apologize. That's okay. That's well, okay. Well, so. I'm looking out the window. It's beautiful. Oh, that's nice. I love. Okay, that's nice. You should look out the window. That's okay. So, so let me get back to the bed. So, <laughs> I dressed my bed up because I went from um, having a day bed, which is a nightmare. No grown adult should have a day bed. No grown adult should have a day bed. But I did for I, three years. I would agree with you. <laughs> Not to sleep in. Not to sleep in. <laughs> but I've had it for three years, right? And so I I got a full-size bed. I debated on the queen, but I live in a studio, so I was like, don't be crazy, Tracy. So I got a full-size bed, headboard, full bed, and mattress, right? And I was getting into the bed last night, and I thought to myself, I thought about oh, Adam and Eve. No matter how. <laughs> I th- well, first I thought about Adam and Eve, and I said, okay. sex began Adam and Eve. That's, that's what I thought as I was, thank you. The generation, we all began. And by the way, people, or, you know, religious people, it was authorized. Sex is authorized. We can't procreate unless we get there. We have to enjoy it. We have to love it. And we can still praise God. I'm sorry. God created sex. <laughs> what are we doing? In any case, as I was laying in my bed, then I thought, okay, I, I, I hear you, Adam and Eve, but in this bed, no men allowed. The only person that's going to be allowed in my bed is my one-year-old grandbaby. That's it. I decided. Okay. The bed is too beautiful. The bed is too beautiful. I won't do it. <laughs> well, I, congratulations on the step up, I would say. Uh, <laughs> the whole men no, allowed have- and not allowed things. That, that's that's okay. I guess that's okay. 
like everything else. I we all have choices, it. right? I've already decided. <laughs> well, you know, I can I'm make not, a joke about that, but I'm not. But I'm not even going to go there. No. <laughs> go no, you know I can take it. Go there. <laughs> well, no men are allowed. It. Are women allowed? I mean, <laughs> see, that's what I I started to correct that, but then I didn't want to correct it because I didn't want to think anybody. I don't want anybody to think that I that I went full phrase in the first place. I stay consistent. No, I'm not bi. I'm not gay. So. No, my son. They weren't going to be there anyway. They weren't going to be there anyway, right. And my son, after the bed was up, but I hadn't decorated yet, I had to go shop and get the decorations for the bed before it went to the bed. You had to decorate it. You had to decorate it. Decorate it how? There's an ambiance to your bedroom. There's an ambiance to your bed. It can't just be a bed. It's got to be inviting. You want to, you want to draw yourself into the bed. It's got to look beautiful. It's got to look enticing. So, I have to decorate yeah. it. Don't forget, you're talking to a, a, a gentleman here, so we don't entice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <Wait, what? laughs> never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> but in any case, my son went to go sit on the bed, kind of looked at me, and he goes, oh, I'm not going to sit on the bed. And I was like, yeah, good idea. Like, you, you get you away too, and you're my you're my baby. No, you can't sit on the bed either. No, You no. can't sit on it? No. Malcolm. <laughs> no. <laughs> Malcolm. Okay. No, wait, wait. So, I am very, very... Said nobody should even sit on the bed. Not even sit, Malcolm. No. Well, I understand you don't want the cable guy to sit on your bed. You don't know where he's been. But in general. Well, okay. Oh, okay. So, okay, listen to me. Okay, are you listening to me? Even prior to. <laughs> even prior to, the one place I'm funny about is my bed. The one place. So, oh, okay. as a general rule, I don't let anyone sit on my bed. As a general rule, if I'm in a relationship, then it doesn't matter. Okay. I mean, um, and you're not alone in that. I know a lot of people that feel the same way as you. Thank you. But that is a sacred place. It's, it's, it's for something very, very specific. It's for sleeping, and you should be. <laughs> I think it's for sleeping, and and even like I'm I'm about energy. So if your energy is not good, and you're sitting on my bed, I'm going to draw that energy in at night. Really? Okay. <laughs> that works for me. <laughs> This is Valentine's Day talk, people. So it is what it is. Um, and and with that being said, besides sleep, besides sleep and comfort, and the enjoyment of relaxation, which is what the bed is used for, truly, the other part that it's used for is enjoyment of sex. Period. So anything in between, if you want to sit down, I have a sofa, Malcolm. I have a sofa. I don't well, need people to clearly, sit on my bed. 
clearly a sofa is a better place to sit than a bed. I mean, I generally don't. Even in my bedroom, I don't come just to sit on my bed. I'm either getting in the bed or getting out of the bed. I don't just That's sit funny. on it for for sitting sake. Plus, my bed is high, so if you sit on it, you're like on a shelf. So <laughs> don't want to <laughs> don't want to do that. So well, you know what? It's funny you should. Go ahead. I was going to say it's funny you should say that because my my day bed was too off for me because I'm short. It was too high for me. So I got rid of the highness and the bed is down on the ground. And then. How did you do that? I got. Because I got a low bed. The bed is low. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, I got you. Got you. I thought you were saying you thing, bought it high and then you, you altered it. That's what I was saying. No, no, no. And then the thing that's interesting, from last night I made a general rule that no men can be in my bed. However, Malcolm, this is the first time I've had a full-size bed and so and, and a really, really uh, thick mattress with a pillow. Like I really went all out for myself. And then Good. upon... Thank you. Upon sleeping, what I discovered upon sleeping was that it actually would be advantageous to have someone in my bed <laughs> because oh, it's too much room now. <laughs> I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> so well, there's room. a lot to be said for room. There's a lot to be said. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but too much room. I, you know, I don't know. Too much. There's too much. Well, remember what I'm coming from. So I'm coming from a day bed that was twin size. Yes. Which is so I was tight. contained in my day bed, but now I have extra room. And initially I was like, no, man, in my bed. And, I, and I, that's, I'm going to maintain that because I just like my mattress. My mattress is brand new. It's clean. It's thick. I, I don't want anybody's weight taking down. Like, it's my mattress. My mattress, though. So. My rules, right? So, well, but maybe upon rules, sleeping, maybe maybe uh-huh, maybe, maybe? alter your rules down the line. You know, you never know. <laughs> you never know. You never know. I've already, I've already altered it because as I was sleeping, I was like, it's so big that it would be nice to lean back on someone. Do you know what I mean? Like, I doesn't matter. In any case, of course, I'm open. Maybe I don't know. Right now, I'm going to stick to my bed. You just said three but different today, things. <laughs> Perhaps I'm open. <laughs> maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm gonna, all righty then. <laughs> no, you know what? I'm going to stick to my guns. There's no penises are going to be allowed in my bed unless it's a one-year-old grandbaby of mine. <laughs> it's going to be related to the baby. All righty. Um, <laughs> whatever floating the boat, you know. If that's what's floating your boat, that's what you should do. It is your bed. Right. My bed. My room, my bed, so, my house. So I guess based on that, you know, the, the mommy porn movie might actually be enticing to you based on what you said. Since you don't have any penises in your bed, you have to get them someplace. No, 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 no. Don't, no, no, no. One has nothing I, to do with the other. No. Don't get it twisted. I said no one's in my bed. 
Hey. Hey. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I guess we, we've gotten off track. Um, <laughs> it's Valentine's Day. We could get off track. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, What's well, going on? You know, a lot of things are going on. A lot of good things, bad things, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Fifty Shades of Grey, they're making a killer. But see, we live in a strange, strange world. Mm-hmm. We live in a strange world. And like, for example, this, uh, gay marriage in Alabama, right? Yes, I heard so something, yes. The federal courts basically said, Alabama, y'all got to give in to, you know, you have to That's allow right. for gay marriage. Right. Well, right. you know, they got somebody in there straight. He, he's a uh, Supreme Court justice for the state of Alabama, right? Yes. He basically has told the lower court judges in Alabama that they actually don't have to listen to the federal ruling because Alabama's law trumps them, right? Huh. Okay. Isn't now, that true, though, Malcolm? Isn't, isn't that true? Didn't they leave it up to the state? They left it up to the states, but there are federal rulings. Like when when the federal court system rules on constitutional issues for the country, the state mm-hmm. courts have to abide by the the federal court ruling. They don't have. I mean, look at Roe versus Wade. Look at uh, yeah. civil rights legislation back in the sixties. Yes. A lot of stuff was yes. dictated to by the federal government. The states had to follow. They didn't have a choice. Yes, I, mean, I understand. Okay. They, State yes. law is allowed to do some stuff, but when the federal government talks, I mean, the, the states have to go. But this guy, he's special mm-hmm. because now, mind you, he's a Supreme Court justice, so he's not just some some lower some knuckle here, but he is a crazy dude. His now, wait is, a second. Uh, Roy, who is he? His name is he's Chief Justice Roy Moore. Okay. So he's saying that. In Alabama, he's not gonna—he's not gonna follow what they're saying. He's just not gonna do it. And of course, he's gonna mm. have to do it because that's just the way it works. Our system isn't yeah. built to allow him to say, "I'm not gonna—I'm not gonna do this." You right, know, but he's right. this real religious, right-wing kind of guy, and, and unfortunately, they—he got the judges in Alabama are voted in office. You know, like in yeah. California. Some of our Supreme Court, in fact, all of our Supreme Court justices are, are appointed by the governor. So, and then, of course, kind of the same thing like the, the federal Supreme Court, they're allowed to stay for life, right? Or until they decide yes, to quit. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So, anyway, so in Alabama, they're elected. And so the people mm-hmm. elected him, but, you know, he's still been ordered by the, by the, the federal courts to do something. And up to a certain point, they're going to have to. I mean, they don't have the choice. Yeah. I mean, it's just like it's just like uh, any other laws, really. It's just, you know, the federal right. federal law trumps state law. That's just a lot of line. A lot of bad case. Yeah. Are you in the police chain, Tracy? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch out. That's another thing Trust that's me. been going on. If I wind up in trouble, oh, it would it would kill me, Malcolm. I'm not about getting into trouble, but just so everyone oh, knows, 
I'm on a street. My window is street, Lancashire, so it's busy, and it's North Hollywood. North Hollywood is somewhat ghetto, so a lot more police activity than North some Hollywood other areas. Ghetto? Well, ghetto? It's, it's our version of ghetto in the valley. It's grungy here. I mean, maybe not ghetto, but it's grungy. Okay, it's grungy, you know, because not too far from where you work, we have one of our facilities, and I was there last week, and it's grungy. Okay, yeah, it's, grungy. It's, it's grungy, right. <laughs> but but not ghetto, I mean, because now I could take you not to some ghetto. ghettos, even in California, that are, are ghetto. You know, you would be scared. You'd be like, can we lock these doors, please? <laughs> I have not truly. Well, if you call Crenshaw, I've been to Crenshaw by the Walmart. And that is not, you consider, that's not, no, that's not, I wouldn't consider that ghetto. No. Okay. And it's pretty grungy there, too. Okay. I wouldn't argue that one. But, you know, some of the neighborhoods around that area are, you know, there's a variety of neighborhoods in that area. You have uh, more ghetto neighborhoods, okay. but you have a nice, some fairly nice neighborhoods near there as well. So you have such a variety okay. that, you know, and. And I know you, you you're not really driving a lot, so when you drive around, you have more expanse yes. to see. You know, you see more. Yes, yes, absolutely. Okay, fair enough. Plus, which I grew up, uh, my grandparents lived in uh, in that particular neighborhood, somewhere around there, not too close, but not too far. So I, I've mm-hmm. known about that area ever since I've been, you know, basically alive. So. Mhm. Mhm. So. Okay. So fair know, enough. It's not necessarily ghetto. No. I just not. think right there at the Walmart, there seems to be some sketchy characters right there, and I know Lamar well, Mark seems to be, but you know, a like a landmark type of place, and I also don't get that either. But I'm not trying to say anything well, bad about Lamar Park. I just don't get it. Yeah, you have to be, I guess, be from around there. But, you know, it's funny because yes. you're talking about that Walmart. That actually is ghetto Walmart. That's probably the worst Thank Walmart you. I've ever mentioned. It's so <laughs> but, Walmart ever. Thank you. And yeah, that's it's my not judgment. a good Walmart. My, my judgment is literally yeah. that Walmart. Oh, so your judgment is and based that, off the Walmart. Well, if, well, if it's based off of the Walmart, yes. That's <laughs> ghetto as it gets. You ain't going to find yeah. no more ghetto Walmart anywhere than <laughs> that Walmart. Thank you. I agree. <laughs> and I don't like, and I don't like ghetto WalMarts. <laughs> that's uh, kind of, that's I hear you. Well, there's a Walmart in Van Nuys that I thought was ghetto. I thought, oh my god. Until I wound up in L.A. and I went to the Crenshaw Walmart, and I was like, you can't get worse. But you did. Yeah. There's a couple of others that are borderline, but, you know, the, the Crenshaw Walmart actually does beat all of them, hands down. <laughs> Not even a close second. It does. There it is. does. <laughs> and see, I'm, a, I'm a kind of a snob shopper. I don't like to go to ghetto stores because um, it's just bad things happen there as far as you trying to buy stuff and then, God forbid, yeah. you have to take it back. It's always something else going on uh, I don't know. Well, I, I think it's place. okay. Yeah, and I think it's okay to be a snob shopper. I think it's okay to up, never go to a Walmart. I think I think that is okay. But I do know that a Walmart is a 
really nice Walmart in Santa Clarita. There's a really nice Walmart in Fallbrook. So those Walmarts, you have a good You know, you have good experiences there. So you don't think that there's a Walmart in Van Nuys that you would have a less than stellar experience, and then you do. And then I think, okay, well, this is the worst, you know, and maybe it's the neighborhood, and I'm going to give them that. And then you go to Crenshaw, and you're like, oh, God, are you kidding me? Like, why are the people even putting up with this? I would not shop at Walmart. I wouldn't put up with this. Yeah, but see, I have a friend that lives in that neighborhood, and, you know, he he doesn't drive. He, he thinks everything is far. So um, he's he's he lives there. He goes to that Walmart regularly, and even though he does not like it, he continues to go. And I said the same thing to him, like, you can go to other ones. He's like, no, no, I, I can't. He's, he's, he's Nigerian, so when I when I start speaking, like, I actually take on his accent. Anyway, he's not going to make the drive just because he doesn't want to make the drive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gardena is far, so, you know, so he thinks where I live at is real far. (laughs) That is crazy. You you need a horse and buggy to come where I live at. But anyway, that's neither here nor there either. Did you hear somebody, you know, people have won the lottery that the Powerball went? They had the the big winner in the Powerball? Yes, Malcolm. Are you unhappy yes. about that? <laughs> yes, Malcolm, yes. 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 Did you oh, play by the, the way, Powerball? Oh, Malcolm, do I look crazy? Do, do, does it look like I don't want a million bucks plus? Of course I did. Yes, I Why did you play? I actually didn't <gasps> play the Powerball. Personally, now I play as a, a, a part of a group of people, so we buy, okay. you know, multiple tickets. Okay. But that, I think that's crazy. I think, I think, I think. You think you it's should. crazy to buy a group of tickets? <laughs> no, I think you should participate in the group and buy your own ticket. Increase your well, odds. You know, you know the reason I don't buy the, the Powerball ticket, Tracy, to be honest with you? Why? Is the mega lottery and the, the regular lottery, they're like a dollar each, right? Mm-hmm. Powerball ticket's $2 each. <laughs> and for some reason, the $2 bothers me. I don't know why. <laughs> I've never bought a $2 lottery ticket. <laughs> now, mind you, I've I bought $10 worth of the mega lottery tickets. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't make sense. No, I, I would agree with you. It's my own personal pet peeve. I just... That is crazy to me. Thank you. I appreciate being called crazy. Everybody needs to be called crazy once in a while. That is hilarious. So, so but this this young this young mother in North Carolina apparently has a winning ticket, although she hasn't uh, verified it yet. But because I was talking to another person, they were like, you know, only poor people win the lottery. And I'm like, that's well, that's not true. And because well, the, the argument that the person made to me is that he didn't care about the Powerball lottery because nobody in California ever wins. Mm-hmm. And well, I. I didn't track that down, 
I don't think that's true. I it's think somebody true. had to win. It's not yeah. true. Okay, so. No, it's not true. Because that argument um, was kind of I, crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, however, okay, so somebody won. It was Wednesday's lotto, right? So somebody, three people won yes. Wednesday's lotto. But three tickets the were one pri- Three tickets were sold. And then the one prior, which I think is Saturday, two people won. Um, they five, they yeah. Listen, they, they, they okay. They got mm-hmm. partials. Well, they got okay. five numbers straight without the Powerball, and they won. Two people want to share one two tickets sold, a million dollars. Well, that's, I would take that. Me too. Now here's my problem. Here's my problem with playing Powerball. I trusted Sean to purchase tickets. Now, he said he played them. I don't know. And then... Oh, so you played mm-hmm. with somebody else, but you never actually saw a ticket. You just get... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, you call me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> so I I was doing. No, okay, I, went, I, I, I went through this whole thing with him. I said, Sean, he wanted to do it with me. I said, Sean, listen, if we do this, I'm really, really funny. So get the tickets. Let's both sign the back of the tickets. I just don't want there to be a question well, later you only, on. You only sign them when, when you win, right? No, Malcolm, you should sign them. Oh, Malcolm, do I have to educate you? Okay, listen. You should sign them Probably. right away. <laughs> <laughs> you should sign it right away because if you lose the ticket and somebody turns it in, Lotto will track you down. I never thought about that. But I don't lose things either, so I'm not going to lose the ticket right. if I buy a ticket. Right. But I never thought about that. I've never signed a ticket because I've never won. I figured when I win, I will sign it. No, because what happens is if you sign it right away, which is which is what you're supposed to do. But if you're in a group, you can't sign it right away. But then there's witnesses, of right? Course. So if you right. sign it right away, you lose the ticket. What Lotto then says to the person turning in the ticket is, we need your signature. If the signature does not match, Lotto will not release the money. They will look for you. Wow. They will then question the guy and they will say, where'd you buy the ticket? And if the guy cannot remember, they will not release the money. Then they will make an effort to look for you, and they've done that. I had no idea. She learned something new every day, Tracy. Had no idea. I always watch these lotto shows. You never watch lotto no. shows? And, uh, not yeah. once. <laughs> I mean, once. I haven't had cable, and I'm going to get cable, by the way. That's the next thing I'm going to do in terms of upgrading my life. Um, okay. The bed comes first. The bed comes first. But have, oh, by the way, but have, my whole house looks have, different now. I, I, oh. I've actually, my whole house looks different. But in any case, the next well, thing is cable. You, you don't have cable, but you do watch. You have been watching Empire, huh? Empire is on regular TV. Yeah, I know. I know. Did, did you see it? Malcolm, Empire tweeted me. And did they 
Okay, what did they tweet to you? <laughs> <laughs> so I I tweeted, West Coast Empire begins now, right? That's what I mm-hmm. tweeted. And then Empire tweeted me back, and they said, yes. Well, that's good. So you saw Taraji Henson turn around and pull up her, her dress and grab herself. I love Taraji. She can do anything, and I'd be like, yes. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, I like to show that it's not you typical. You can't get mad at her. It's, to me, it's not typical network TV, and I don't really I don't really watch a whole lot of network TV. And mm-hmm. just watching them on a show, and she does make the show because she, she does, does pretty much anything that she wants to. And so she, now, if I could, I try to follow her career. Now, I don't know if you remember, she was on this show called Persons of Interest. Last. Yes, I do remember that. And I liked her on that. And then I don't know if she got fired from there or if she didn't work out. She looks like she has a lot of attitude. So I guess I was guessing that maybe she was too much for the show. So they got rid of her. This show's perfect for her. I never saw it, but but I know that they they killed off her character, right? Yes, they did. So uh, and I stopped maybe, watching you know, some, it. Sometimes it's it's just uh, you know it's it's it has to do with contract. Sometimes the artist wants to go ahead and do something else, so they don't have time, or they just don't want to do. Yeah, I don't know. And there are a lot or, of reasons. Or, you know what, maybe Empire was brought to her and maybe she had to leave. Empire works. I, I'm i riveted. I'm so riveted that I'm quiet when I'm watching it. Well, you know, and like I I watch everything based on a DDR because I'm never home to watch it when it comes on anyway. But yeah. um, but with Empire, it's the, one of the few, it's one of the only network show that comes on that, you know, I'm pretty much... I got to see it as soon as I can, you know, and mm-hmm. like I feel the same way about the walking dead and shameless and those kind of shows. But, um, but mm-hmm. empire is like the network show. So mm-hmm. gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Gotta love it. And they have all these themes going on in that show. A lot of stuff going on in that show. You got the, her son who's the gay one who had, has a boyfriend, but apparently has a little baby girl too. It just, Oh, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that was so much fun to watch in the end. <laughs> I see Raven Simone coming out of semi-retirement to do it. I, she's one of my favorite people, Raven Simone. So I'm, I was so happy to see her. And I was kind of happy to see her play this ethnic role, you know, more... Um, Ethnic, <laughs> more urban. Yeah, I ethnic, like that. Said, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you said an ethnic I, role. Yeah, she's never Disney. Ethnic. No, oh, no, no. She's she's Disney, so she's always cute and bubbly. She's always adorable. Oh yeah, see, I don't pay attention to things like that. <laughs> She's always she's always PC. She's a PC type of girl. You don't expect much from Raven Simone, but aren't you just cute? But 
I almost didn't recognize her for a second. I was like, I recognize the face, I recognize the voice, and then I was like, Oh, it, yes. I love that she got that character. Well, good, good. It's, she's doing well in it, uh, or she did well for the two seconds she was on screen, but. And she's probably going to give um, Cookie, the character Cookie, a run for her money in terms of, like, attitude and spiciness. Like, I can just see the two of them going at it. And that'll be a lot of fun, too. Hell, the way that show goes, they might end up on the same side. You just never know with that show. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, let's talk about Empire for a minute. I'm a, there are some things I'm a little confused about. So I love it. I'm riveted. I don't get the younger son with, with Naomi Campbell's character and the older woman. It's so disgusting to me. Why is disgusting. that disgusting? Why? Because I have a son. Because I have a son, Malcolm. And when my son was 17 years old, he looked me in the face and he goes, you know, you know, I'm going to date an older woman. And I looked at him and I said, hey, baby. <laughs> I, yeah, my son said that to me because he's crazy. Right? So rather than tell him, rather than throw a conniption fit, I truly just want him to be happy. So I looked at him and I said, whoever you want to date, fine, just date. Don't make a big announcement to me. Just do it. I'm in, I'm in full agreement with that. That's probably the best thing you could have told him. You know? Exactly. Yeah. I ain't trying to challenge me. And I was like, don't challenge me. I'm, I'm not going to well, live you your life. Well, he doesn't have to make a policy statement on, on dating. Just, if you want to date somebody, you meet them, you like them, you date them. If you don't like them, don't date them. I mean, it's really as simple as that. Simple. Simple, yes. It's not, you don't so, have to do that too deep. However, cut to my son being 26, and so I'm, I, I'm, you know, I'm watching who he dates, and he dates, you know, you know his age bracket. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, throughout the years, he's dated, after that big announcement to me when he was 17, he's been dating his own age bracket. He wound up getting married to someone in his age bracket. Okay? Mm-hmm. About, cut to Empire. And I'm watching this prepubescent, like, do you see his body? His body is it's skinny. It's like there's nothing you could do with somebody that young dating this mature woman, and it's like, I just don't get it. I'm confused. Well, there's two sides of that. I mean, one is the, the the young man's point of view, and he, you know, he's with this woman who's experienced and showing him some things, and he likes it, right? He called her Ma. He called her Mommy or something like no, that. No, he says Ma. He says Ma. That, don't say Mommy. He says Ma. That's different. No. No. <laughs> yes, it is. Malcolm. Because, if, you, if you listen to him, he calls other girls Ma, too. I mean, because that's kind of like No. Yeah. Malcolm. She said to him, she said to him, who am I? Something like that. And he goes, Mommy. And I was like, Ugh. oh. I, I didn't hear I didn't hear that part, but that's weird. You know, you don't want to call any chick you with mommy. That's that's kind of weird. But anyway. Anyway. (laughs) She's an attractive woman. So, I mean, I can see it. I don't see the problem. Uh, I'm talking not about looks. Anybody can be attractive. I'm talking about 
being attractive to a 19-year-old. No, no. Well, that you, you're coming from a guy's perspective. I'm talking about I, a 19-year-old. Oh. She plays a 45-plus woman. Okay. She plays a mature 40, woman. 45-plus women are sexy, so... Oh, my God. I'm not talking about her. I'm talking about him. His body is skinny, and it's disgusting. Well, and it's immature. It's the body. Ew. What can you do with that? He's 20. Ugh. He's 20. I mean, you know, a 20-year-old boy has a 20-year-old boy body, or man, boy, whatever. Um, and it's not attractive. Okay. Well, I mean, and it's clearly not for you, Tracy. Clearly. <laughs> so, clearly. Clearly. <laughs> Maybe there are people out there who might find it okay. I'm sure there's somebody out there. I would say, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's really big now for younger boys to date older women. It's it's big. But what are they looking for? Aren't they looking for mommies? Seriously, Malcolm. Let's, well, let's I, I have a friend. I have a friend of mine, a, a woman of my age, who at one point was mm-hmm. dating a guy probably twenty years younger than she was, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, we worked together, so she's like, "Come with me, because I have to go take him lunch money." And I was like, "You gotta take him." about just dating a penis. Like, it's that's all you're getting is a penis. Well, and, 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 and typically in a, in a case like that, isn't that what it's all about anyway? It's not about something deep. It's about something just it's just a real physical thing, just it's a physical, in and out. You're not there for the, the deepness of the conversation. You would think that, but I know situations where... You would think that, Malcolm, but it usually... I would think that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know much, but I would think that, yes. It's usually bigger than that, ultimately. Ultimately, it's it's like... Yeah, it really is. It becomes bigger than that, so... It just does, and it gets weird. Like, I'll give you a good example. I mean, I want you to give me a good example. You said this woman used to date this guy, but when they broke up, she wasn't in an emotional space. She wasn't what? Say that again. She wasn't in an emotional space. I was asking, yeah, I was asking, like, when they broke up, and I'm assuming she's not with, I'm assuming the way you were describing it. Yes. When they yes. broke up, did did she not get into an emotional... What does that mean? I don't understand. Her get into an emotional place. That means, um, was the, like, did she, if it, if it was about in and out, which it wasn't, I can almost guarantee that, you know, did she have oh, a connection fit when they broke up? No, she was happy to see him go because he was a drain on her, I, I believe. But, hmm. yeah... I, the person I'm talking about, she, in in the, the years I've known her, 
she picked the succession of the worst men possible. She, she was a magnet for bad guys, right? And mm. she finally bumped into one who was a good guy. And I remember telling her years ago, like, you need to stop mm-hmm. worrying about what they look like and figure out somebody who treats you decently because she kept thinking mm-hmm. these guys that, that had this particular look and they would all walk. Mm-hmm. They would, she was like a piece of carpet. They would just walk all over. And, and oh, it was that's a sad rough to see. But right now, she actually met a guy that does everything for her and has been due. She's a different person. It's funny because when, when I talk to her sometimes, it's like she forgot all those bad years. I mean, I guess that's good. It's, it's known as a, a, a certain type of amnesia. So she typically has forgotten all the bad times. And now she's living in a good time and is wondering. Oh, selective amnesia. There, there we go. So. Well, wait a second. I don't know if that's selective amnesia. Sometimes I get these Facebook posts, and like some of the posts, they'll somebody will post something like, and that one person comes along, male or female, that person will make you forget everything you've ever gone through. So it sounds more Every, like that to me, not selective amnesia. No. It's just well, he's fulfilling her. He's, the, he's giving I'm, her what she needs and not just sex. Yeah. Tracy, I based it off the late great Gil Scott Heron, right? Because he he coined that term for me, selective amnesia, and it's remembering mm-hmm. what you want to remember and forgetting what you choose to forget. And so she's she's forgotten what she wants to forget, and she remembers what she wants to remember. So it's all good. But what I'm trying it's to tell good. you is that when that person comes along, it's okay. They they, they force that on they, you. They, Oh my God! Listen to me, Malcolm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Pull back. (laughs) When that right person comes along, person comes along and fills you up and makes you happy, even if you're driving in a car, and you just do forget. You forget all the bad stuff. You're supposed to forget all the bad stuff because that person becomes just right for you. Okay, and I will probably disagree with you, but we're going to just choose to disagree. disagree. No, 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 no. We're going to agree to disagree on this. Oh, my God. Because I don't what think do you, you, think? you <laughs> ever forget anything. I, I think, you know, you're, oh, wait that's part of your life experience. Your life experience is what saying, it is. Oh, my God. First of all, I'm not saying forget. I'm not saying forget your life experience. I'm saying when that one person comes along, it, maybe I'm trying to say it just allows you to live again. It's not about forgetting your past experience. Nobody wants to forget all, their past experience. I'm grateful for I'm everything I've gone through, good or bad, that, in terms of that's today. All I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I hear it's, you. It's, but what I'm saying with my friend is I think she's actually forgot. <laughs> Believe me. I mean, if you question her, she would be like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, that's what I'm saying. She really has forgotten. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, um, there was a there was a uh, anyway. New York City. Let's go back to some news. <laughs> New York City indicted this police officer last week, right? Uh-huh. Because the police officer had been up in this high-rise, him and his partner, and he mm-hmm. had inadvertently discharged his weapon, and the, the, the bullet 
ricocheted and hit a man on the floor below him, killing him, right? Mm-hmm. It was wow. in Japan. Right? Okay. <laughs> so the, the grand jury in New York indicted him this week on a number of charges. I mean, because, like, it, it's – but you know the problem I had with that case? Because, you know, mm-hmm. they want to compare that to all these other shootings and stuff and, you know – where unarmed black men have been, you know, killed and shot by police. To me, this mm-hmm. is a totally different case. This case actually mm-hmm. falls you know, falls at the foot of the police commissioner of New York, which is uh, William Bratton. Because in this particular okay. case, you had two officers, two rookie officers, in a, basically a, a project high-rise together. Mm-hmm. And, and so... This particular officer had his gun out with his hand on the trigger, and for whatever reason, he pulled the trigger. You know, maybe he saw a mouse. I don't know what he saw. But mm-hmm. my problem is, how the hell did you have two rookie police officers together? I mean, my idea of a police is, like, you, you take a training officer, which is a more experienced officer, you pair him with a rookie yeah. officer, you send them both out together so the rookie is not there. Because apparently right after the shooting, they didn't actually yeah. contact their supervisor for like five minutes because they spent five minutes arguing about who should call, who should they call. They oh didn't even know that God. somebody had gotten shot initially. Oh, my so, God. But that's the problem when you of, of why you would pair uh, a seasoned, seasoned officer okay. with a rookie officer because if a seasoned officer would have been there, there would have been no question. It would have been like, whoa, and first of all, he was told him to put his gun away because there was no reason to have the gun out in the first place. They weren't right. in a situation. They weren't looking for nothing. They weren't, you know, he had his gun out because he was scared, probably. I, you know, I'm, I'm assuming, but I can't think of any other reason why he had his gun out when they weren't actively chasing somebody. There wasn't a perpetrator in the area. It was just, but now, I don't know if you saw this. The, the uh, head of the FBI released a, did a speech this week. And he talked about uh, police officers and, and, and how and the racist behavior that they have. And it was very, very interesting because you don't see that level of government. You never see this. And he basically said that, you know, the job makes the police officers racist. They can't help themselves. Because he said hey. the police officers, based on their experience, they could see two black men standing on the corner, and they could see two white guys standing on the opposite corner wearing the same exact clothes in the same exact situation, and they would be worried of those two black guys. So I'm thinking, right. no, you should be worried of all four if you're in that situation. The white yeah. guys are just as dangerous as the black guys in a lot of cases. In fact, more so. It's worse. It's Yes, yes. So totally, you can't totally. base it off. I mean, unfortunately, but they, I mean, these people they work in environments that they're not. How should I put it? They're not. It's not that they're not familiar with, but they're they really are outsiders to those situations. Because look at you know a lot of police officers that work in the inner city. A lot of them aren't from that area, so they look at the people who live in those areas as animals. Like the animals here, you hear them say it, and they're like, "Those are people. Yeah. Those aren't animals. Those yeah. are citizens of that area." And you know, in in every environment, even where I live in, there's citizens. Yeah. There's a criminal element everywhere, you know. And so, okay. you know, do murders and robberies and break-ins happen? Yeah, they happen pretty much everywhere. And so, every, but everybody, yeah. the majority of your citizens are just that. They're citizens. They're not trying to do yeah. nothing. They're just trying to get up, go to work, take care of their wife, take care of their husband, feed the kids, whatever, right, go to the supermarket. But you have a criminal element out there. And so... What, yeah. It's hard for the police to identify that criminal element. 
And so mm-hmm. they start looking at them based off of their interaction with the community, and if the majority of the community is African-American and they're white officers, then they think everybody in the community is a criminal, and everybody clearly is Yeah, but let me just go back to the New York case, because you said you blame who, the governor or the police no, commissioner? No, the, the police commissioner. Well, whoever was, you know, and, and the reason I blame the police commissioner because he's the he's the top cop in that in that. Uh, yes, organization. Yes. So yes. this is not this is I hear not, you. the problem to me is is based on training and how the organization is run, not so much on the fact that this was an Asian officer that happened to shoot a black kid or a black man. You know yes. that just happened to be hell that bullet bullet could have hit anybody. The problem was, first of all again, two rookie officers teamed together. That's a bad move to begin with. I wouldn't train team two rookie anything for anything. Well, I mean, it's just, I mean, if we just dissect it a little bit, it probably first begins with who's ever in charge of the precincts that these gentlemen came out of. Well, yeah, but so, see, the leadership, it's like it, like any organization, the stuff is, it, everything flows downhill. So somewhere yeah. along the line, a policy was, was okay that would allow this to happen. But, and, I and would typically, say not. that's not a, that's a that's well. Somebody has to okay it because because the middle well, manager is not going to come up with that on his own. I'm going to tell you that because no, they're is, too scared. <laughs> okay, and I remember I'm from New York. Remember, I have people in PD, and okay. I would say, I would say that something went completely wrong. I would say that it's not policy, and that um, it would begin with the precinct because when they do yeah, roll but, call. How do they do roll call and put two rookies together? That's crazy well, to me. From roll that, call, that from, from the precinct. But, but, yes. but that should be. But, but it also should be a policy that this could never happen. We should never. This never can happen that we can put two rookie officers out together in, in a bad situation. Because first of all, how are they ever going to learn anything when it's like the blind leading the blind or dumb and yes. dumber? Jerry, pick pick one. You know, you don't. The person who you're with doesn't know anything more than you do, and you don't know anything. So you got two people that don't know nothing. That's why you, that's why you send police officers out with a training officer. Yes. Yes. And and I would agree. I'm totally in agreement with you. I just think that something went wrong right from the precinct. I don't. I would say it cannot be policy. It's crazy to me. But something went wrong that day from the precinct, and then clearly this is the result. I would agree with you. I just can't imagine that it's policy. You know? Well, okay. Well, it might not be policy. It just it's it's a bad coincidence that it happened. Yeah. What I would yeah. say. Yeah, I agree. Very bad coincidence that it happened, and, it, and unfortunately, that officer's life is ruined. Of course, the man he shot is ruined. The 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 man's girlfriend or wife, whatever she is. She's dead. Well, the man is dead. No, she's not dead. She's suing the police department and the officer mm. because, of course, her man was taken out of her life. Oh. 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 But, you know, there was another police shooting just recently up in, in Washington State, right? I don't know if you saw this on the news, but it had made the news because of them, what was not odd to me, but very graphic is that they showed the shooting on camera. They typically try to, like, turn away for that. But 
there was uh-huh. a Hispanic guy up in Washington. He was throwing rocks at the police, right? Uh-huh. And, and so on, when, when they show the shooting, three officers were chasing him, and he's running and stops next to a building, turns around and puts his hands up, and they all three unload their weapons on him. Now, mind you, he didn't, even if he had a rock in his hand at that point, that does not uh-huh. justify shooting him. In my opinion, just I'm just saying, yeah. it does not ever, yeah. you know. But yeah. But that that particular, you know, and what I, because when I first saw the video, I was like, I can't believe that they won, that they just did it like this. Because, and mm. I'm not even sure who filmed this, but it's a clear film. I mean, it's not even up for debate of what happened, and there's no right. reason. And see, that would be another policy thing that officers should know that you can't just shoot unarmed people like this. I mean, he had a rock. That doesn't justify, you know, mm-hmm. you know, a barrage of nine millimeter bullets killing him. I agree. I yeah, agree. see that happened on that happened on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So that the family already has filed a twenty five million dollar case against the city in that particular mm-hmm. instance. Mm-hmm. So it's sad. I mean, it's just it that's sad. sad when we're, you know, sad and depressing. And I see you're kind of depressed about that. So since you are, I should depress you even more. Oh, God. Okay. Bring it on. <laughs> so you didn't see the movie American Sniper, right? No. Did you? Okay. Well, I saw that movie. It's one of the movies I saw. In fact, I saw more movies since I last spoke to you. But anyway. Uh, so an American sniper is a story of this guy, Chris Kyle. He was, you know, the, the most prolific sniper in American history, yada, yada, yada. So yeah. after he got, he, he got killed by somebody he was trying to help. But what was odd, because mm-hmm. now they're having a court case for the guy who shot Chris Kyle and his friend, right? They're right. having a court case as we speak. And yes. the mm-hmm. problem that, know. you know, some, something came up in, in the court case that I found odd because, Apparently, they had picked this guy up. Him and his friend picked this this other guy up, and they're in the front seat texting each other. They didn't even want to say nothing, but they're driving, texting each other. The guy sitting next to him in the, in the passenger seat, they're texting each other, saying, "This guy is crazy as hell." And the, and the other guy said, "Yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, watch my, my watch my six, which means watch my back, right?" Mm-hmm. So these guys are texting each other, knowing this guy's crazy. So what do they do with this crazy guy? They take him out mm-hmm. to a gun range and they hand him a weapon, and so he proceeds to shoot them. Which I'm not a big weapon guy, Tracy, but mm-hmm. I, I have the mm-hmm. theory that you don't put guns in the hands of crazy people. And if you know they're crazy going into it, why the hell would you give them a gun? I would say, you know what? We're gonna change up. We're gonna go eat some pizza, and you know, we're gonna mm-hmm. do something else besides go to the shooting range. I changed my mind. I don't want to go to the shooting range today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to go anywhere with somebody that I think is crazy and put a, a weapon in their hand. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. I, I'm too much of a chicken. But that's so, part of the case. Let me and, just, and okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to get something straight. So this American sniper guy went to the shooting range with a guy that's nuts. That's what you're saying? That's what I'm saying, yes. See, he would do that with, with these former... With these former soldiers, because he was trying to help them, because he had his own level of PTSD, and so he would take out, yeah. you know, if people would contact him, he would try to help these other soldiers. But 
you know, and, and I know in Texas or in other parts of the country where guns are really big, that's kind of their fun thing to do. Yeah, let's go out to the range or let's go out here and just shoot our guns. That's never been like a big whoop to me. So, yeah. you know, so when people do that, it's one thing. But to go out to, to go out to someplace like this with somebody that you know has some mental issues, that was, I mean, we talk about the last thing I would ever do would be hand a gun to somebody I think is crazy. But and they thought he was <laughs> But don't and they all they have a level crazy. of mental issue? Okay. But they all do. So I can't imagine, like, being from the service and you have this weird camaraderie with each other, even if you know the person's crazy, but intellectually you know that you might be a little crazy too, and so there's a bond between all of you. It's, it's kind of like what I see with the homeless people. You know what I mean? Like, the homeless love each other and they're protective of one another and but they're dirty together and they're crazy together. You know what I mean? I kind of get that same feeling sometimes with the military that come back and they have the same experiences. So I would think that he would think we know he's crazy, but if if I'm not at, if I'm not, if I would think that if I feel crazy, if I, me, feel crazy, uh-huh. but I would never kill anyone, I would think that the people around me are somewhat crazy, too, but would never kill anyone, either. I would be in that mind frame. Okay, that might work. That might work if nobody had... Well, it's a little odd, because that might work if nobody had ever actually killed anybody, but we're talking about people who had already gone to war and killed people. So... If you've already had the experience of doing it, it's probably, it's just, to me, it's a bad combination. It's a bad combination. You don't put, you just don't do it, you know. I get it. Just don't do it. But But, but but I'm just back to everybody's clarity of mind. Like, you have a presence of mind. I'm not sure, even this American sniper dude, in fact, he didn't. He didn't have a, a sound mind, to be honest with you. He had PTSD. Well, he did, but he was getting over his. He had, you know, and it was based on the movie. Now, mind you, I only saw the movie. I did not read the book. So I'm no yeah, expert yeah. there. But, you know, I, I saw the movie, and, you know, based on the movie, he was, he had kind of gone over the top and was coming back down. He was he was good. His wife was happy. The kids were happy. Because initially, the wife and kids were kind of scared of him because he was kind of nuts. So. Yeah. And so they got to a point where everybody was kind of cool because he had moved back, you know, because they were initially in California, so they had moved back to Texas and they were living this life, you know, they had horses. It was much more of what he had been brought up with, and I guess it calmed him down and made him happier. But Oh, wow. You know, I mean, so just at the point again, of happiness, something went wrong. Yeah, he gave a gun to a crazy person, <laughs> which I would I don't know. I'm just against. I, I'm not a big gun person. I don't think the majority of the country, the majority of the world, needs guns. I mean, you, you see on the news all the time if you watch and see. Like I say, I got CNN turned down. They're showing the stuff in Copenhagen. You know, guns and people don't go together. I mean, guns are for wars, and you know if, if there's a war going on and, and you need a gun, that's different. But the majority mm-hmm. of people actually don't need a gun. And, you know, I even had a discussion years ago with this guy that had, uh, you know, he had a ton of weapons. I was like, you know, if somebody breaks in your house, the odds are that person's going to get your gun and use it against you. And and I said, mm. the, only, the only way it's going to work on you 
is if you kind of have them strapped. I mean, you got to have them strapped on, and you got to know people are coming. And if you don't know it, and somebody gets to drop on you, they're going to find out your gun. And then what? You get shot by your own gun? Bad plan. Mm-hmm. You know, let alone you might shoot your kids or your wife. I mean, it's or or the kids could just find you know find the guns. That's not good either. Or or that could happen too. I mean, there's there's so many. Mm-hmm. There was a case not too long ago of this this husband and wife. They had a little three year old, and the the kid somehow reached into the mom's purse and grabbed her gun and shot both of the parents. How old was the kid? <laughs> three, three. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's not good. No, that's not good. You know, the funny thing is, it was only one shot, but the shot went through the mom and the dad, right? And mm. the dad realized he got shot first, and then it was only after a minute that he realized that his wife had got shot as well. Mm. Did they survive? Huh? Did they survive? Oh, yeah, they both, yeah. They, yeah, they they lived. It could have been a lot worse, but oh of course, God, you know, so scary. initially, you know, the the, the uh, authorities took the kid away because, like, you know, how did y'all let this happen? But that is that's the you know that's the nature of guns, and that's why I'm not a big proponent of everybody should should have them. You know, it's it's you know because you know that the the statements people typically make are like. Well, I need this gun for protection. I'm like, protection from who exactly? You know, who are you? Well, well, Malcolm, I'm not a, I'm scared of guns myself. Well, and I would say there's no reason to be fearful, but there's also no reason for everybody to have one. I mean, I I just learned, I I met this kid in in Las Vegas uh, Mm -hmm. at a friend's house, and the kid had a, a, a gun strapped to his side. And I'm thinking, do you work as a security guard? He said, no, I just, I just have it for protection. And I'm like, and it's legal mm. to do what you're doing? Because I'm thinking, why are you walking around with a gun strapped to your side? And mm. he had he had, he had had all his papers. It was legal. But, and I, you know, so my, and I asked him, I said, so why do you feel the need? He said, well, you know, stuff be jumping off, and I, you know, I need to be prepared. I'm in my 50s. Tracy, and I've never been in an area where stuff has been jumping off to where I needed a gun. Then I couldn't leave. Let me add that part. Then yeah. I couldn't have left. You know, now. Yeah. So your best bet in some situations is just to leave. <laughs> you know, it's like, this is not going well. It's time for me to go. I don't feel that I need to have to be in an area where, you know, the result is going to be gunplay. Now, if somebody breaks into your house and, and you know, like in some movies and you're trapped in the closet, did you see The Purge? The Purge ever happens, yeah. then you might yeah. need a gun, you know. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, or somebody breaks into your home, like in some of these scary movies, you might need a gun in those cases. But in a lot of cases, you probably don't. A call to the police would be adequate. Right. You know. So it's just a sense. Well, Malcolm, our is. Uh, I'm sorry. That was quite and, all right. Uh, talking about movies, I don't go to the movies enough. I am going tonight, but I don't go enough. 
And so I'm going to make a concerted effort to start going again. What are you going to see, Tracy? Just curious. Uh, black, <laughs> black and white. <laughs> huh? Oh, 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 Kevin Costner. No. Yeah, I like Kevin Costner. He's one of my favorite people. Yeah, he's actually, you know, he's he's a filmmaker that and, and a and a, an actor that seems to be all right to me. I mean, you know, of course, I don't yeah. know any people personally, but he seems to be all right. You know, I agree. Somebody who you that's a good way of putting it. You, you know what? He's just all right, and that's a good thing. And that's that's why I'm gonna go see Black and White because it's just softening the spirit. I mean, it's Valentine's Day. I don't want to say anything too crazy. Let's make it nice. So, so you're definitely not doing the mommy porn thing. You know, it's funny about that. Let me just quickly. Not <laughs> at all. I will not they, give a dime to that what, movie. What, oh no. wow. Okay. Uh, so mm-hmm. one of the things no. that one of the things that they're selling are these these teddy bears in, you know, with the blindfold and handcuffs, right? You know, those teddy bears are like ninety five dollars. <laughs> It is so stupid. It is so stupid. <laughs> and I also heard, I also heard, and I haven't seen it for myself, but I also heard that they're selling merchandise from the film. They're selling, um, um, how should I put this? Dildos. <laughs> they're selling dildos at Target. Merchandise okay. from the okay. film. And I'm like, when okay. did Target start selling dildos? <laughs> Target is stupid, too. Listen to me. For anybody else who's listening out there, especially women, dildos are not good for you. They're not good. They desensitize you. And so when you get a real penis, you don't appreciate the penis. Put the dildos down. <laughs> Find a man. Period. That is like too. That is too much information, right there. <laughs> <laughs> I the didn't know that was down. <laughs> Put the dildos down. All right. <laughs> Malcolm, I don't even have any words for that. <laughs> okay, listen to me. And there, there are women out there listening, and listen to me, everyone, okay? It's a mechanical replacement. And anything oh, mechanically replacing... <laughs> listen, Malcolm. <laughs> oh. You're exhausting to me so fast. I was God, I'm listening. I'm like, wait for the, <laughs> the, the, the payoff here. I'm like, <laughs> you threw me off when you said that. I thought it was a normal thing. And put the dildos What's down. normal? Put them that down. Have dildos. I put thought them it was down. Normal. No, because it replaces. Okay. But I get exhausted when it, I talk about dildos. You said it desensitizes? Yes. Because uh, a I'm penis. A, I'm gonna ask around. <laughs> oh my god, listen to me. No, you can't ask around because women get all excited when you talk about dildos. Mm, dildos. Like it's so stupid. A penis cannot twirl and vibrate the way a dildo can. So they you're getting pleasure. Just kidding. <laughs> you're but, getting what you need. It's just that when you get the person it doesn't equate and so you lose so much. Put the dildos down. Get the real thing. I'm just you know, I'm I'm, I'm getting <laughs> visuals here, so uh, <laughs> when you say it twirls and twists, 
I'm trying to think of a man twirling and twisting, you know. It's just like right. turning around. Um, <laughs> right. It doesn't but, it to me. <laughs> but I always thought, but, I mean, again, you're saying I can't ask? Because I'm thinking, let me ask. I know some people who would actually give me a pretty straight answer. Um <laughs> If that's what you just said is true, I'm just curious. I mean, it has a decent because the people that have actually told me about it said that it doesn't replace a man. It's just they use it, you know, as a uh, a quick fix kind of. That's that's what okay. I can I mean, I I can appreciate that. But I just think if you have to have it in your drawer, then maybe you're there's not like you don't have it enough. Like if like. Uh, maybe it's just me. I just think if you have to reach over, you know, in your drawer, then you're not reaching over in your bed, and we need to start reaching over in our bed. So if if you don't invest in it, that's just me. If you don't invest in a dildo, you will make sure that you, you know, are engaging in relationships. There should never be a replacement for sex. But maybe oh, maybe it's that. me. Maybe I'm rigid. I don't know. Um, I have nothing to say. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't have nothing. To, I don't have a. What they say? I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't. I don't know which way to go on that one. I don't have a dog in this fight. <laughs> Malcolm, we ended it. We began with Fifty Shades of Grey. We're ending it with dildos. Let's end this. <laughs> it's all good. Cool, Tracy. It's, yeah, it is all good. <laughs> Not to mention people ended up in, in the emergency room behind this movie, so that's a whole nother follow-up. We'll talk about I that did not know. See, I just get annoyed. You mentioned anything about this movie, and I am annoyed. I, I so just, you didn't I'm read annoyed. the book. You didn't read the book, I'm gathering. Absolutely not. Okay, because I know a okay. lot of women who did read the book. So I know, it. because they need to fantasize. I get it. And Malcolm, maybe I'm being unfair to everyone. You have to remember, I'm in a different world. You know what I mean? I'm psychic, but I, I understand compassion. I understand love. I understand sex. So, you know, my perception of it is different because... <sighs> How do I explain this? Because I don't have the same inhibitions. Like, you started out with this whole, you know, religious background and sex. How could you watch the movie when you have... Like, I don't have any of that in me. I know what God gave me. And and it's all good. Like, there's there's nothing bad. Everything's authorized. Well, murder's bad. I mean, there are things that are bad. <laughs> there are things that are bad. <laughs> there are things that are bad. But... There are things that are authorized, and you can't put apples and oranges together and it can get along. You can have a fruit basket, so you can talk about God, you can have sex, and all that good thing. Where am I leading with this? I have no, I don't know where I'm going with this. We should just end this. I don't know. Yes. Just end this. Let's try to end this on that. On a non-Fifty Shades of Grey note, I am not a fan of Fifty Shades of Grey, but I, I'm an oddball. I, I, I can't imagine anybody is saying the same things that I'm saying. I'm sure so. some, yes, maybe, who knows. Tracy, 
It's been nice. Right. <laughs> I'm going to leave been you nice on this note. <laughs> oh, wait, Malcolm, before you go, and I, I meant to say this in the beginning, but we went on to be Shades of Grey immediately. I wanted to thank you last week, so I want to make sure I thank you today, because if I don't, then it bothers me all week. You have consistently shown up and participated in the radio show every single week since June. And I am so grateful and I'm honored for your consistency. I'm honored for your radio friendship. I adore our conversations and I just wanted to say thank you. Oh, you're welcome, Tracy. It's been fun. Thank so. you. All right. Um, I, see this uh, I was going to say, you're not, you're not firing me, are you? <laughs> no. Like, you can I say thank yeah. you? No, you, you can't. You're fired. <laughs> no. I'm on public record. I just want to be on public record thanking you. Oh. I want you to know that you showing up every week has been really, really nice. Oh, by the way, you know what I want to do? Hey, you know what I want to do? I want to see if NPR would take us. <laughs> okay, you laugh, Malcolm. You, I'll do I, it. I no, hope you're ready because I'll I, do it. I know you'll do whatever you want to do, Tracy. So <laughs> you, exactly. I have no I'll be like Malcolm. I have no doubt that you will do that, so it's okay. <laughs> okay, it's okay. So good, good. I'm gonna see if I can make it work. <laughs> All right, we'll get. We'll, we'll work it. <laughs> All right, Malcolm. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you, and to you, Tracy. Enjoy your movie. Thank you. Thank you. I will. All right. I. I mean, I feel the same. I feel the same. Avita Singh. Avita Singh. Okay. Me and Prime Minister Merkel. Okay. Well, okay. That sounds good. <laughs> Go ahead. Avita Singh. Bye, Malcolm. Avita Singh. Okay, guys. This is the Malcolm Hour. And so, you know what? Oh, that's so weird. Okay. So, hi, Kinkinon, you're on the line. Hey, thank you for taking my call. This is Melvin. <laughs> hi, Melvin. How are you? Hey, I waited. I waited for you. You did. I'm so honored. Thank you so much, Melvin. What's yes, going ma'am. on? Well, I actually, I want to ask you uh, about first about my job. Uh, I uh-huh. was laid off because somebody told a story on me. So I've been off oh, since Lord. January 21st, and they are wrapping oh, up Melvin. some kind of investigation. And I just want to know, is they going to call me back when I start back to work there? But I did put in an uh, application uh, at this other job. I went and did an assessment. It's about 30 miles from my hometown. I would love mm-hmm. to have that job. And, uh, but, can you tell me what's going on with that? Okay, so you got laid off. You're not asking about that. You're asking about this other job. Is, is, um, am I understanding? Yes, ma'am. I, I just want to know if these 
on the job that I got laid off of, where they're going to clear me to go, come back to work, and uh, I get an opportunity to work at the place out of town. The well, other job out of town. Gonna, all right, let's do one thing at a time. Let's see if job that you got laid off from, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, is going to call you back. Well, it's a waiting game, Melvin. Not that they didn't see you as a hard worker. They did see you as a hard worker. But Uh was this this a man or a woman? Because I get sneaky, sneaky person was around you. And you didn't see this this coming. No, ma'am, I didn't, actually. Was it a man? Was it a man? Was it a man? Uh, Yeah, she told, the investigator said a man asked a client where the brooms come from, and they said, for me. And I wasn't even working that day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. And I feel like you were terminated. Uh, well, I feel like you terminated actually, Melvin. And I feel like it went very, very quickly. I think the minute they had the conversation with you, you had to either leave work that day or it was just over immediately. No, like conversation about this. Is that correct? Uh, no, ma'am. They haven't told me I was separated from the job. They just told me I was on investigation, and I, I have met with the state board, and the lady said she'll wrap it up this week coming up and uh, determine will I go back to the on my job or get a transfer. They haven't told me I've been terminated. And when you That's say just a lie. I mean, board. I wasn't even at work. When you say with the state board, do you do you work for the state? Yes, ma'am. See, it's there, it's, it's so many chain of commands that I had to go through to uh, mm-hmm. talk with investigators. And this lady uh, named um, uh, Sarah, she was the last one that I spoke with, and the interview went very well. And she can't find fault in nothing that I did. Uh, the, one of the guys on the job just. Either he persuaded the client to tell him that I did something to him, and I was off work. I mean, after, and this was like five days after I was off that DNA reported. Mm-hmm. So it, there's some problems going on in this place here. People are not telling I the would. truth. They don't like me there. That's why I if they terminated me, um, I'm definitely going to get an attorney because this is false uh, termination. Yes. Um, I definitely feel like there's a cover-up. I feel like I feel like you've been terminated or you will get terminated. I, I don't feel like you're going to get your job back. But don't go by me. I don't want you to be upset with what I'm saying. Um, I do get the nine of wands, which means you will be forced to fight for your job. If you fight for your job, they will give you your job back. So you're just in a weird, precarious position right now. I don't think that they want you back. I think that they're going to kind of push you out. I The nine of wands tells me you will need a lawyer. So, you know, yes, invest in that. And after that, you will get your job back. Now, if I get an attorney, I don't want a, a lawyer. I don't want my, that job back. That's why I went and applied for another one. Uh, I don't want to mm-hmm. work back there. 
Yeah, it's just a lot of bad negativity at this house with different people. They lie on you and try to get you in trouble. Yeah, you know, I think that, you know, from what I'm looking at, there's some, I get this sneaky character, the sneaky man. I get a lot of cover-up. I, I think you know prior to being terminated, you knew that, but you just try to go to work every day. I, I do believe that you're a hard worker. I believe that. Um. I get the tower card, which means it's just a lot of problems at their job. Um, I just hate for you to be without a job, to be honest with you, to be out with a job. Here's what I do want to offer up, though, Melvin. If it turns out that you do not get your job back, you, at the very least, rather than say, I don't want to go back there because you just need money, you should file a grievance. You should file with the labor board. You should, you know, get an attorney. Like, there is a sense of needing to fight back because maybe you don't have to go back to the same place. But well, they it's, it's kind of yeah, important they to fight me, back. Yeah, they, in the beginning, they offered me a transfer. The lady named Miss Denver the first you, day. I'm like, why do you don't want to transfer me for? Mm. So I took the transfer, but I haven't heard anything about me being transferred to any other place. Okay, I'm a little confused. So when you first got there, for whatever reason, they wanted to transfer you, but the transfer did go through or it didn't go through? No, when when they, no ma'am, when they, um, when they told me to go home that there was something on investigation about a client, so I went to this lady in the main office named Deborah, and she told mm-hmm. me that she had already recommended me a transfer. And mm-hmm. do I want to accept it? And I said, well, yeah, but I didn't do anything wrong to be transferred over to another job. So now it's up to this lady, Heather, to uh, mm-hmm. grant me a transfer if they don't want me to go back to that house. Right. Um, and when you say go back to the house, what type of house are you in? Is it it's a, like mentally it's a group Ill home. People? It's a community a group. Yes, home. ma'am. It's a yeah, a group home with four individuals, and somebody asked this. Yes, ma'am. And so there's two white guys and two black guys, and somebody asked mm. the white guy, "Did coach hit you?" And the the guy said yes, but and I think mm. they bribed him to say that. That's what I well, my there's, feel. Well, first of all. There's deception, and these groups, these men are easily manipulated. So, um, I just think you wound up in a really, really bad home, Melvin. I also think this home that you're talking about, it looks to me like they've had problems at this home, which is the reason why yeah. they were trying to transfer you in the first place. I feel like this particular home will get shut down. So, Melvin, I just want your job back. It's going to be really, really important that you fight anyway because the fight is bigger than you. This particular home is a hot mess. So if you fight back, then people have to look inside the home. And because they have to look inside the home, then that's how you get exonerated. So I don't want you to be too mad with, you know, well, if I have to get a lawyer, I'm I'm just going to, you know, I, then I don't want the job. It's, 
to be really, really important for you to fight because well, the residents are defenseless and there is a lot of deception. I get the towel card. This house either should be shut down or will be shut down. And if you fight, then it will be shut down. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, do you see the other people out of town offered me a job? And it's, it's a hospital. It's a, it's for a, uh, this hospital is for, it's not a mentally ill hospital. Well, one part of it is, and the other part is for drug and alcohol substance abuse rehabilitation. Okay. And what position are you applying for? I'm, I'm applying for a CNAK. Uh, yes, ma'am. Okay. Caregiver? Uh, mm -hmm. Yes, ma'am. A caregiver uh, working with the mm -hmm. clients on the unit. Mm -hmm. Hold on a second. I'm looking right now. I mean, I'm not getting a resounding yes. Um, does it not pay that much? I mean, I think a CNA job doesn't pay that much, but does it not pay that much? No, the one that I'm, the one that I'm, uh, the one I'd apply for pay pay a lot, way much than the one that I'm at now. Okay, it pays like all right. Twice, yeah, about twice as much as I'm the one that I applied for out of town, about 30 minutes away. Okay. 30 minutes away. That's a distance. Um, I think the chances are, are high. I think the chances are high. Um, I just think that I think that there's a, a space between applying and getting offered the job. It kind of looks like it, you're not being offered the job. I think you go out on the interview and there's a, a space of, God, you know, I thought I did good. Did they, you know, did they not like me? I thought I did good. And there's this long space. And then um, maybe three weeks from initially interviewing for the job, then you could get an offer. Yeah, because it has been uh, two weeks so far because I went to the job and did an assessment online in the supervisor's office, and her name mm. is Joyce. Yeah, mm -hmm. and her mm -hmm. name is Joyce. And some of the employees that I used to work with at this big okay. hospital that closed down are uh, working mm -hmm. there too, the nurses. Mm -hmm. uh, so, oh, from the other, oh, I remember you at a hospital that, that closed down and Let's start this whole yeah, unemployment issue with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you've had a lot of issues with unemployment since, since the hospital closed yes, down. I feel bad for yeah. you. I get it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. So I some have of the employees say, that, yeah, some of the nurses mm -hmm. that was at the mm -hmm. hospital that closed down work at this place that I applied for mm -hmm. 30 miles away. Mm -hmm. It would be a miracle yeah. blessing if I this job. Because they start you off at least fifteen dollars an hour. Um, but, it looks to me that it's high, but initially I want to say no, and then yes, but it just seems like it's no in the beginning. It's like, oh, when are they going to call me? I thought I did a good job, and then all of a sudden you get a phone call. So I have to say yes. Okay, should I call her back? Should I call Miss uh, Joyce back, my supervisor, the one that gave me the test? 
Um, and that was two weeks ago? Yes, ma'am. And that was just the one interview so far? I haven't went I haven't been interviewed. I just had to go there to to do an assessment test online. It's just knowledge mm-hmm. of the job. But I you know, and I feel like I did well on the test. Mhm. Mhm. Um Did I? I well, I, I wasn't really looking at that. Yeah, I'm I, sorry. I, I don't, that's okay. I, let me just see these other cards. Yeah, I think the assessment test was about character, right? And so it, it looks like you did well on the test. You know, I just have a little concern about the time frame. But you're asking, should you call her? And I'm not really getting a good answer with that one because I don't want you to make a mistake and call her and harass her and, you know, you're listening to me, so. No, I was just going to answer that I'm still, you know, interested. Because she told me that she was going to get back with me within a couple of days after the test. But I haven't heard Mm -hmm. from her. And it's been two weeks. Should you call her? (coughs) Ma'am? I'm looking, I'm looking. Give me a second. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um, I would say if you call her, be professional. I would say be professional. Do, do not, under any circumstances, look needy. Just say something like, I took the assessment test and it's, you know, am I going to be able to move forward in the employment process? Say something like that. Um, but I would also say give it another week. One more week. Got to be this week. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, you did take the test during Mercury retrograde and, you know, there's just sometimes issues with Mercury retrograde and people don't realize that. And so. Yeah, I thought about that too. I really did. Yeah. I thought about that. Yeah. I'm like, oh, well, as Mercury is record rate, record rate. Yeah. yeah, I thought about uh, it. But what, what I'm going to do right now for income, because I, I mean, I'm, 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 I'm out. I know, honey. When, um, when did the other job say that they were going to give you uh, an answer? Uh, the investigator told me, Sarah, said that she was going to try to wrap it up this week, but that was like Wednesday when she said that. So I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to be wrapped up at least by Monday. I really I don't want to go so. back to that. I, I, I would take a transfer. Yeah, and, and I, I think you may, you may have a better chance of getting transferred, and I would... You know, rather than have her make a decision, I would I would call her now in terms of having a direct conversation with someone. I would right. deal with her right now, and I would impress upon her. I don't know what your decision is, but I think I should be transferred. I think you should have a strong conversation with your employer more than call the hospital. I think that um, I think that where you're working is suspect. Right, I think the house. Yeah. There's something yeah. wrong with the house. I also think the house is going to crumble. Um, 
I think you have some issues with employment at this place, but you also have some strength. There is an investigation, um, but you do have something to stand on, and I think you need to verbalize that better. And so, yeah, because this new girl lady that started there, a black lady named Tamika, and this other lady is uh, Shirley, and they did not even contact me about this issue. Now, I reported myself that the client hit me in the chest, and Tamika was supposed to had emailed it to her supervisor. And nobody, all the people that investigated me did not get the copy. I, the one, made a copy. And I gave them one, and they are really mad about that, for those two women not for holding evidence. Yeah. I, the one, yeah. I submitted an incident report yeah. in, on the 14th of January. And then, yeah. and then eight days later, they submitted one, but they... They submitted theirs, but not submitted mine. They looked over uh, mine. Uh, and that's, uh. Yeah, but by state, that is totally termination. Well, I mean, at this stage of the game, I don't know about who should get terminated. And I know I hear you saying the women should get terminated for not, you know, producing the proper paperwork. And I think your feelings are in messiness, so I can respect what you're saying. I get it. But I'm trying right. to offer up as well, and I get it. I respect it. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. What I think would be better for you to do is you fight for you. But there is a sense of I think you I think you should just fight for you, fight for your rights. You know, there is an incident report. You do have a copy of it. I don't know what you were talking about in the beginning about this broom situation and you weren't even at work that day. It seems like there's a lot of confusing stuff going on in this place. Um, And I think you have a right to fight. You have a right to make someone acknowledge that something went wrong here. And that's what I want to impress upon you today make sure that, that that you fight more than calling the other job to see where you're at in the employment process. I think you should deal with the situation that you're in. The other thing I want to offer up, Melvin, I want to make sure that you're employed. So what, yeah, the, the words that you need, yes, and the words that you need to use with them is I should be transferred. I should be like you should impress that upon someone. There's no need for me to go back at the house because clearly something's not right there. Just transfer me, and that way you're allowing them to to have that as a consideration. But Melvin, um, I I don't think this particular house is going to be standing much longer. I just don't, um, and and I just do think you may have an issue with employment with this particular house, with this company, or with the state, like, there's a problem just overall. Right, Melvin? And I also want to be able to offer up that maybe, Melvin, this category of people, maybe it's the house, maybe it's the category of people, I just don't think you 
and this category work well together. That's true. And that is so true because I go to work and I take care of my clients and I do what's right. I'm totally professional. Uh, yes. I never touch. I never touched anybody. I help them. I feed yes. them. I, I, I help them. And and some of the employees got jealous and I don't know what went wrong. But why would somebody would try to get me out of the door when I'm the best yes. tech there ever? They called me yes. to come in. I come. I come in early or a day off. So yes. I don't know what. Who turned? Why they turned on me to try to clean house, so to speak? I just think that you could be in a house where things are going wrong, Melvin. Anyway, yes. you just wound up in a house where they don't even keep employees there. Like I feel like you replaced someone that they kicked out as well. So yeah, I hear they the yeah. Thank you, thank you. I hear the argument. That you and the the, the uh, defense in your argument, I just don't think that you you're getting it. That the house is bad. If the house is bad, you're you're just putting up a, a really bad fight. So I want the fight to be more effective for you. So right. I would oh, rather you. Yeah. Mhm. I rather you fight for your job back, insisting upon that transfer you, and letting them know. There is something wrong with that house. I don't want to participate in that. So if I'm allowed to transfer, make that happen rather than have me lose my job. And I want you to fight, even if it means you have to get a lawyer. Because my point to you is, I think it's a tower card. And I also get the five of pentacles, which means there's an issue with money with you right now. It could be a future issue with money. Um, I just think that if you fight, then the house crumbles. The house is going to crumble anyway, but with the fight, with what you have to say, it, maybe it crumbles quicker, but it's just going to crumble. I think you do have a problem getting your job back. So call me back and let me know what happens now, then. Okay. Yes, All right. Uh, yes, okay. Can I ask you a yes or no question? <laughs> no. no. Please. I get it. Now I'm going to get to the other One team. more. I won't bother you. I promise. I waited and waited for you. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's not a pity party. I'm a go for it. One more. I promise, Miss no. Brown. No. <laughs> Please. It could have been, been over by now. Exactly. That's why I'm going to hang up on you. There's never a yes or no question in my world. It's always longer than you think, and it's not fair to other people. Oh, well, I just wanted to know. This woman was interested in me. I'm in charge, Melvin. I'm going to disconnect I'm you. I'm sorry. Bye. It's okay. But call me back. Call me next week with the yes or no questions. Bye, Melvin. Okay. Thank you. I love you. Thank you. I love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lavender. Hey, Tracy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Now, Melvin doesn't know. I know him from two years ago. <laughs> huh? Huh? When I first started the show, Melvin has called. Mm-hmm. I know Melvin, so that's why I was like, you know, can I ask you one more yes or no? No. It could have been over by now. Exactly. And I'm still not going to answer it. No. 
<laughs> Crazy. Lavender, how are you? I have been in such a foul mood for a week straight. Mm. Well, it's Mercury retrograde, yeah. and it, and it's just a nightmare. So, well, why you know what? Mood? Well, the reason why I've been in a foul mood is just something is going on with a person at work. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's nothing serious. It's just like a a clash of personalities. Mm-hmm. Like you, uh, or I'm I'm. Despite how much I talk on the radio show, I am actually mm-hmm. a very quiet person. Yeah, um, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, very quiet, observant. I only speak when I have something to say, and if I feel comfortable mm-hmm. around somebody, then that's when you know you you can't really shut me up. So mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. this one person. There's this lady. She's she's a nice lady, but you know she's a Sagittarius, and she's like she's a December Sagittarius, and she's obnoxious. As hell! Oh my god! <laughs> like just, just one of those very sunny people who don't know when to turn it down a little bit. Yeah, um, yeah. I know the height. I know the height. <laughs> and and you know mm-hmm. I I I'm not that upset with her because she's been through a lot, so she kind of puts on like this really happy, chippy, cheery attitude because she she really has been through a lot um yes. but the thing is is she doesn't know how to cope or how to deal with my personality at all Ooh. she she thinks that if like first of all i don't know this lady <laughs> and i i think i think it was really early in the morning and i had a lot of work to do Are you in the bathroom? no did you flush the toilet? No. Are you lying? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're well, moving along. <laughs> you should have put me off. You should have put your your phone on mute. I've done it when I've been on the phone with Malcolm, and he's been so happy on the phone with that I figured it would work with you. Listen, listen. <laughs> Nothing gets past me. Gets past me. <laughs> I mean, okay, so long, long story short, this lady, she's just in my face all the time, uh, just just like nagging at me and you know I know that she's a nice person that's just her personality but the more right. she like pushes herself upon me the more turned off I am by her yes, so yes, yesterday yes. yesterday it kind of like went into it it kind of um uh I wouldn't say it was an explosion cuz you know I'm not really one to explode or anything but I'm walking mm-hmm. I'm walking I'm walking back to my workbench, and she's coming in. I, j- I just came from the bathroom or something, and she's coming around, and it's like 1246. And I already saw her that morning, so I said, good morning. But I guess she expected me to say hi to her in the hallway. So I'm walking past, and I go past her. There was somebody else behind her, and she says, 
Well, hello and good morning to you, too. So then I heard her, and I'm like, it's after 12 o'clock. It's not morning anymore. Right. And but but my verbal response, because that's what I was thinking, my verbal response was like, you know, I got an answer. I said, hi, how are you doing? And then I walked back inside, whatever. So now mm-hmm. she's going around telling other people, well, actually she has been doing this, telling other people how unpleasant I am. Mm. And some other people, they're like, what? She's the sweetest person in the world. Mm. Well, they're not saying in the world, but there's just some of them are disagreeing with her because you know when I feel comfortable with somebody, I'm nicer to them. And right. I'm just like, this this lady is almost twice my age. She can't take somebody who's quiet and who isn't like everywhere and loud and whatever. So she resorts to talking trash about me. Oh when I have, no! I haven't have even done. I could, I, Tracy. You know how my mouth mm-hmm. is? I could have said so many yeah. horrible things to her ass. <laughs> but I refrained. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, no. <laughs> I stopped myself. And I'm not going yeah. to stoop to that level either because, you know, it's, it's a misunderstanding of personality. But at the same time, I'm thinking, is this is this chick for real? Is she, is she serious right now? She actually mm-hmm. at one point came up to me. Um, I think I was I was looking for something because I had a I had a lot of stuff to do and I was looking for something and I stopped at one other coworker's bench and she's looking around to see if she can find it and the lady jumps it literally physically jumps in in between us she bends over and she turns her head towards my face well hi good morning beautiful no like, what the what the hell are you doing oh my god and she's, and she's like hi. How are you doing? And I was like, I'm fine. Do you have so-and-so? That's what I'm looking for because I'm trying to get my work done. And she said, no, right, right. but tell me, tell me how your day was. And I was like, I'm, I'm doing work. This is the same and woman? Then, yes, that's the same person. And then later on in the day, she comes over to me and she says, life is so stressful. You know, you just you just really have to open up and smile. And then she came over to me and gave me a hug. And my hands are by my yeah. sides. And I'm like, um, you, listen, yeah. my, life, my life is less stressful when I have people who aren't invading my space. <laughs> Back up. That's Rick. right. Back up. <laughs> That's right. And she said, well, well, I mean, you know, life gives you some. I was like, my life is great. I'm just very tired, and I'm busy. Can I breathe? Can I live? <laughs> oh, man, and you showed her attitude again. Now she's, now you proved to her. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Yep, I sure did. I said, you know what? If I'm going to be a nasty bitch, I will be that. I'll be that. I'll, yes, I will. I'll show you what that looks like. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and now that, <clears throat> excuse me, that, that Dominican guy that I was telling you about. <clears throat> yes. He's become, he's no longer sexy to me. He is no longer sexy. <laughs> Excuse me. Because now, so, oh I, mean, I mean, you know, I, I, I told you about, I told you a little bit more about him offline, about, um, yes. just about him. I won't go into it anymore because that would yes, be very yes. mean if I called him stupid again. But... <laughs> Now he's joined at the hip with the other person going off about how mean I am and how even though 
she helps me do my work. She's not nice about it. She doesn't smile. And I'm like, you know, that's because I'm basically <sighs> adding one and one for you. Of why would I smile <laughs> when oh I'm forced to hold your hand? And, right. and you remember how last week, oh, and another thing he told me is he doesn't take any shit from women. And I said, well, you're taking my shit, so how do you feel about that? So, oh, no. <laughs> oh, listen, no. That's, I'm, that's I'm, why he's acting that way. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'm, yeah, yeah. I I didn't expect, <laughs> excuse me, anything else when he tried to ask me out on a date in the same neighborhood that his girlfriend lives in. I didn't expect anything else. So, yeah. Wait a second. Is he still asking out on a date? Um, He stopped after I told him that. <laughs> yes. So, you, but you remember how last week I told you it was really good because we, we all, most of us did this personality thing, and I said, it's yes. good, but at the same time, in a couple of weeks, nobody's going to give a crap, and they're going to keep treating people <laughs> how they usually treat them. Yeah, that happened two weeks before I thought it would happen. Because me and that lady who's been getting on my nerves, we were in the same class. And she actually had the nerve to say, oh, my God, uh, Lavender, I actually understand you more now. And I was like, well, even if you do, you're not going to, you're not going to be accommodating. Like, chill oh. out, man. <laughs> Just chill oh. out. Oh. I, 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 can't, I can't stand that when, <clears throat> when people like that kind of, like, be really aggressive towards people like me because I don't really, like, I don't really like that. That actually that actually creeps me out. That makes me feel like you're an unstable person. <laughs> yeah. So it, it it actually makes me feel uncomfortable and it makes me feel like, wow, you know, your emotional stability is hanging on a thread. I need to stay away from you. So I it's it's been that. It's been what? <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel like, because, you know, usually I'm somebody who's kind of even keels and and in control of my emotions. So when I see somebody who's, like, wailing one minute and then, like, laughing hysterically the next second, it's like, there's something wrong with this chick. What's wrong with her? Yes. Oh, my God. (laughs) So is that, you know... It's it's these nasty holes in my apartment. By the way, last night, one of these chicks cooked you somebody else's onions, and then the other girl sent out a group text message saying, hey, don't buy stuff or don't don't mess with stuff that you didn't buy. The other girl, who I saw her take that onion, she says, oh, no worries. I have my own onions in a drawer in the refrigerator. And I'm like, bitch, I saw you cooking with them last night. Listen, <laughs> she left broccoli everywhere. There's splashes all over the floor. Then when I went to the bathroom at like 10 o'clock this morning, somebody gutted the tub and, and there's stuff everywhere. There's hair and whatnot. There's contact oh. solution all over. I was like, what? what? <sighs> I looked at it. I used the bathroom. I washed my hands, fed my cat, and then I went back to bed. I was just like, you know what? I just can't. And then the mercury retrograde thing, now let me tell you this. 
Mm-hmm. I'm really big into skincare. I'm not big into makeup, but I'm big into skincare, and I found the perfect moisturizer that I know deep in my heart that's going to work for me. I ordered it okay. from the U.K. because they don't sell it here. I ordered it from the U.K. Yeah. during Mercury Retrograde. How about oh, I won't get it until later on this month because it got sent to Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, then, because I sent them a message and I was like, "Hey, I ordered. I paid. I paid fifteen dollars for three to five business day shipping to U.S. slash Canada, and my address clearly says New York, New York. U.S. U.S. Why right. is it in Sweden? And they're like." Oh, well, sometimes things get stuck there. And I was like, no, she said sometimes things get stuck in customs. And I was like, but, but why is it included? Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then no one knows why it went in the opposite direction. But all they know is is that I may get it by the 26th, and if not, I just have to contact it. So I'm like, okay, well, I'm not seeing that. <laughs> So then uh-huh. this morning I go to the 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 brand's website. Now before they didn't have any places in the US that sold them. I go to the website, here's somebody in the US who sells them. And <gasps> it's coming I bought it and it's coming to me on Wednesday. Oh my god. <laughs> but then you're gonna wind up with two. When this one finally comes in at the end of the month it's already paid for. Well and something's I mean, coming you know. in on Monday. Well, I mean, I could put one in the freezer and, you know, do whatever. But yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm just I'm just sitting in my bed. I'm like, what is I don't I don't like February. I don't like this month. Well, wait a second. You don't like February because it's Mercury retrograde. Is it any February? Is it Valentine's February? No, it's just the Black History Month. Just which one, yeah. <laughs> well, can I tell you something? It, it actually uh-huh. doesn't surprise me that it wound up in um, Sweden. This has been the worst Mercury retrograde, the worst. I don't let myself get affected by Mercury retrograde. You know, if I didn't know about it before, I'm not going to live by it today. I'm conscious, but... In any case, I know I'm not supposed to buy a computer during Mercury retrograde. I've had three. Oh. I keep, I keep going because it keeps catching the virus. I go back to Best Buy, and the last time I went back to Best Buy, they were like, hold on. Because you need to have all the receipts and all the exchange receipts, right? Mm-hmm. So they were like, hold mm-hmm. on. And they come back, and they're like, we can actually let our geek squad look at it. And I was like, no, no. <laughs> and they get a new computer. I'm entitled to get a new computer, and of course right. he didn't want to challenge me because I knew my rights. So, but mm-hmm. and, and then I returned it at the very last day. So the geek mm-hmm. squad, up, if the geek squad would have said that keep it for 24 hours, the very next day I wouldn't be able to return it. I knew it was a trick behind it. So I was like, no, no, I'm, I'm returning it now. And that's the most this has been the worst Mercury retrograde ever. It's been. You, usually, I don't get stressed out about it. Usually, for me, it's just people not responding on time, which, you know, whatever, I'm used to it. I'm uptight, so people never respond on time for me. But mm-hmm. this has been <clears throat> trying, emotionally trying. I've, trying, won, I've yes. wanted to strangle my roommate so many times. I can't stand that chick at my job now, which 
to be fair to her, we got off on the wrong foot because she came up to me and she was telling me this long, drawn-out story about her life. By the way, she wants another coworker to write a book about her life. She actually wrote down notes and gave it to him and said, here, this will be interesting. It will be on the New York Times bestseller. So it's not just me. It's not just me. <laughs> she sounds so crazy, though. But you know what? Oh, if my she, God. If she would, like, not come up to me, it would be – she would be cool because then I could just watch her from far away, like, over there. Yes. Just, just, just don't come up in my space and expect us to go to lunch and whatever together and be best buddies because, you know, I can already tell she's somebody who doesn't know how to shut up, so you can't really say anything to her. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to strangle my roommates. You know, I didn't want to strangle the lady at work. Maybe, like, just trip her a little bit. Mm-hmm. But this, 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 this has been a very and and if you notice, oh if you know, for the past for the past three weeks, we have not been able to talk about celebrities one time. Have you noticed that? I I noticed, but I I'm a go with the flow type of girl, so I'm like it is what it is. And and by the way, it's not just Jews. Malcolm's been doing the same thing. He he talks about something for a nanosecond like in politics or sports, it's like for a minute, and then the conversations are about everything else. <laughs> uh, well, so not, not just you. <laughs> it's it's been, it's been stressful. stressful. It's mm-hmm. been stressful. Do you want to know what else has been stressful? Speaking of celebrities, that Kanye, that Kanye West thing where, where he yeah. says Beyonce deserved the album of the year of all time or whatever he said, that's been it's stressful. Crazy. But you he's know what? So but you know crazy. what? Okay, okay, yeah, he's crazy. But the the thing is, is a lot of people actually agreed with him. They only had something to say about it after the fact. And at the same time, he's oh a troll. Oh, my God. He's, Who's he's agreeing a troll. with him? Beyonce for... fans? Who's agreeing with him? Beyonce fans? They're crazy, too. Everybody in the audience. Everybody had her pegged to win that award. And actually, I think... She should have won it. I'm a, I'm a Beck fan. I really like Beck. But that album, know. that album wasn't it. It wasn't. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I actually paid for the album. It was not. It's it's good. It's good. All of his stuff is good. But if he yes. should have won a Grammy, he should have won it for Odalay. Not this one. Or even Midnight Vulture. Not this one. Right. Right, I and, and in my opinion, let me get on my let me put on my stand hat. Beyonce's album sold five million in the U.S. It was critically acclaimed for an entire year. They've been writing mm. nonstop articles about it. So it's like, mm. what more? What more could the Grammys what ask for for an album of the year? It's, God, to me, it to that. me. <clears throat> To me, it was it was a big slap in the face, and but I she did win feeling, some Grammys though. Yeah, she she won for uh, production, like surround sound, and she won her she and Jay Z won for Drunk in Love, and she won some something else. I don't excuse me, I don't remember what the third one is, but at at the same time, the last black woman to win out actually maybe the last black person to win album of the year 
was um, Lauren Hill. And that was like 1999 or 2000 or something like that. No. So way. to me, it's like when when you look at past winners, it's like really an album that was critically acclaimed and sold a lot and was actually in the news for over a year and it and it helped make two <coughs> excuse me chart topping tours. Like really, are you serious, Grammy? To me, it seems like the music industry is telling Beyonce, "Listen, you're great." But we have people who are replacing you, so you know. Oh, retired, retired. Yes, that's that's what it mm-hmm. seems like they're saying. That's what it seems like they're saying. No mm-hmm. hate towards Beck because I like him; he's a cool dude. And no hate towards Kanye either because he said what a lot of people were thinking. He was an asshole for going up there. But people also have to remember he's a troll. He wants attention. Stop giving it to him. Mm-hmm. Just stop. He doesn't really care about. He doesn't care about Beyonce's album. If his album was up there, he wouldn't have said that. He just wants attention. But you know like, what? To be fair everybody to Kanye. Grandma that. commented about it. Oh, my God. But he, he fucking loved Beyonce. That's, I think, was the real problem. He loved her. I, think, I don't know if he loves her as an artist or he wants to point her. He loves her. He's, he is, it's, it's creepy, in my opinion, because he says yes. more genuinely complimentary things about her than any woman in his life, period. Not even his mom. That's <laughs> creepy to me. <laughs> That's creepy. I agree. That's my problem with him. He fucking loves her to the point where it's like, dude, stop. Yo, stop. You're embarrassing yourself. <laughs> Speaking he of... can't it, see it. And he's bipolar. He has he seriously has a psych issue. Well, yeah, I've, I've got surprised. And you know what? Amber Rose gave an interview. Um, I think yesterday or maybe two days ago. It was a radio interview. Somebody they asked her about Kim Kardashian, and you know the history with him. Kim was cheating with Kanye while they were together, and she said, you know, it's whatever. That's how that's how those girls are. And she said. Mm-hmm. Um, she she said that, you know, Kim could be so much better, but she's listening, she's letting all these people direct her life. When is she going to direct her life? And then they asked her, how does she feel about Kim and Kanye being married? And she said, they're a match made in heaven. And she was dead scared when she said that. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Because before she described Kanye as someone who, she she said he's a cool guy. But then he would yeah. go on like these rants, and it's like I don't follow you anymore. And yeah. and she basically, I I think what she was trying to say is that Kim is the perfect puppet for him to live through. Um, uh, I think that's I think that's what she was saying. <laughs> she was like, yeah, they're actually they're 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 perfectly yoked. Oh, I was like, oh, man. well. Amber speaks. <laughs> oh I, man! Like, to me, it's it's crazy the amount of people who just out of nowhere, like people from 1992, came up to say something, and they were given a platform. And then uh, after mm-hmm. after most of the dust settled, Kanye said, "Oh, by the way, me and Taylor Swift are going to collaborate." <laughs> <sighs> He is so exhausting. And here's the thing. Taylor Swift is a really good businesswoman. She actually might she collaborate something with him. 
Oh, I'm a pretty sure. Woman. Yeah, she. Oh, and also, oh man, my mind is going a thousand miles a minute. I remember a reading you did about her. Um, yes. How she was in, uh, she was in a relationship or, or something like that, and you said to to be careful because there are two or three men who want to take you down. All yes. right. So after the Grammys, there's this guy who he's part of uh, an independent band called the Grizzly Bears. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and he cannot stand Taylor Swift. He loathes her. And and he said, Ooh. you know, I, I hadn't really interacted with her before Grammy's night, but I've heard, you know, bad things of her character. And he said, mm-hmm. I don't know if it's still on his Twitter account, but he, well, he didn't, he didn't really put her name out there. He just said, people who know who I am know who I'm talking about. But he said, this girl, when I met her at the Grammys, she was calculating, cold. She's befriending oh. her past. She's befriending her past enemies, and she's and she's getting together with really big names so that they can support her bit on in the future. And I, and he said, I don't approve of of what she's going to do to them and blah blah blah. blah. So I think that maybe one of the people oh. who will try to take her down. And also, that guy who used to date Katie, that Diplo guy, he's yeah, done yeah. a few interviews. He's done a few interviews where he's saying, you know, she's just just talking trash and saying he can't wait for the day where he spills her secret. So I don't know. Uh, oh, I, I think Taylor. I think something may be up for Taylor. Uh. I, I I I think Taylor knows her power, and I think she's yeah. starting to get a little bit too cute with it now. Oh, you know, I, I like her. I, I think it's interesting. Me too. I no, I actually, she's, we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago. I mm-hmm. do consider her alpha, an alpha female. Oh, definitely, so, for sure. Definitely. But remember, alpha females might do some crazy shit in private. <laughs> like you know, what? this is not... <laughs> She's an alpha female, you know. She plays a different game, you know. She may not be like a Madonna, but they're kind of similar. They're, I, I think they're very similar. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, Madonna's performance was awful. She needs to, she needs to Milli Vanilli it up or something. I don't know because her voice is bad. You know what? But, Here's the thing with Madonna's performances. This is just me. This is just me. I think she's 50 plus. And I'm saying that's old. I'm saying... I think she's 56, 55, 56. Okay. I think she's Which 56. Which is worse. Okay, great. That's worse. Ah. It's just kind of... <laughs> it just kind of... It kind of reminds me of Cher. There was a point when I didn't want to see Cher's ass either. You know, it's kind of like enough already. <laughs> Where is the talent? <laughs> Where is and, the and talent? You know show, me, show me the talent. Show me your voice. You don't have to wear, she you know, have song a song going down. That's the problem. You don't she, have to wear her, a song going down the red on. carpet. I'm over her. <laughs> her... Her album, actually, the the music is great. It's just, 
man, I can't take that voice anymore. And to me, her last her last really good album, damn, I can't remember the name of it now, but it had that song mm-hmm. hung up on it. It was like mm-hmm. early early two thousands, and then I think that. Yeah, it was early 2000s. I think that was her last great album. And then for whatever reason, her voice just went to crap. I don't know what she's doing to her body. Mm. But she, in my opinion, she sounds worse than what Britney Britney Spears sounds like right now. But here's the thing. Let's remember she's 56. Now we yeah. all can't be like we all can't be like that guy that sung with uh, Lady Gaga. I like him. I just can't oh, remember his name. Bennett? Uh, Tony Bennett. Yeah, Tony Bennett. And let's be realistic. Uh, Tony Bennett's voice, voice at great. 2030. But still, it's not what it used to be, you mm-hmm. know, at 90. At 90. So I would rather see Madonna mentor a great artist. I would rather she see can't her have a production that. company. She it's can't too do that. She's too she egotistical. can't do that. Exactly. Exactly. She's an egotistical woman, and that's a shame. She still pulls really cute-looking guys, though, old and all. So, I don't know. She also has money. If you have, if I had money, I could pull in young guys, too. Mark and I talked about that. I can pull in an entire little 19-year-old. I don't want to, but no. I have money. They would follow <laughs> <laughs> my husband, money, they will come. Oh, you're being shady. I am. <laughs> yes. Wait, why was I even talking about her? I don't know. Yeah, so but her, her, her performance was it was it's like, you know, it's it's I I don't want I don't want to tell a woman that, you know, you're too old, you need to retire because you know, I don't say that to Tony Bennett or Tom Jones or whatever, but, you know, her stick is really old and just and just tired. It's like Madonna. <laughs> Reinvent yourself mm-hmm. into something that that's actually looks I'm good saying. for you. Okay. And that's all I'm saying. I think we are in the era of booties. You know, <laughs> J-Lo can still pull off the booty crap. Madonna can't. I just don't want and to you know it. what? J-Lo can hardly do that because her music has been awful, too. Well, and to be honest with you, I feel like her booty has deflated, to be honest with you. I thought she had a bigger booty. <laughs> maybe, maybe she was getting ass mm-hmm. early I mean, in her career. Think, think about it. Don't you remember her booty being bigger? Yeah, it was. Yeah. Cause what I, I happened? People used to compare her to Beyonce all the time. And they say, oh, she got, she got bigger ass than a black chick. I was like, I don't know. Yes. That butt looks suspect to me. <laughs> I think it looks suspect. I mean, when I saw the Iggy, the booty with Iggy, although Iggy mm-hmm. is, you know, Iggy's is uh, surgically, you know, developed. Yeah, her, her, not there. hers is highly suspect. But hers actually looks really, it looks nice. I, I think it looks very nice. I thought... I thought it looked nice in a video, and I thought her booty outdid J-Lo's booty. And I was concerned about that because I would say if my booty looked like J-Lo's booty, you, I wouldn't have done that video. About Jennifer's, you were concerned about Jennifer's booty? I, in comparison to Iggy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
upset. <laughs> I would not I have, have done that. that video, actually. I would have to put, put what do you call those uh, those underwears where they have the booty uh, put in it? I'd have uh, to put one of those things on. But I thought it was booty was bigger. <laughs> I'm dead serious, too. Speaking of Iggy, speaking of Iggy, the poor thing, she was so upset before, I know. before before the Grammys came on. I think she did an interview with Bill with Billboard or maybe Rolling Stone. It was one of those two, and she said she's prepared to win a artist new artist of the year because she said with new success come more haters. And then I, I, I don't remember how many she was nominated for, but, you know, CBS or ABC or whatever it was, being shady, they showed her face in the reaction box whenever she lost. She was so upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, you know, I, I don't really like her, but I don't blame her because I think Sam Smith was the Grammys undeservedly. I think he did. You, That's my you opinion. think he should not you think he should not have won? Not that many, no. I think Ed Sheeran um, should have gotten, uh, I don't think he was nominated for new artists. I think Sam Smith should have gotten new artists. I think that was good for him. But Song of the Year, I think that should have gone to that Take Me to Church guy, Jose, or Jose. Oh, I love who, that song. Who may be dating Miss Taylor Swift. Um, but I, I think that should have gone to him. <laughs> it could be a real relationship and not PR. You, you just have to wait. Um, Taylor just needs to date a good accountant from Nashville. Like, just date a good accountant. Just stay away from the boys in the industry. She's going to ruin all of them. Yeah, and you know what? I I had the I had the same thought. I was like, oh, he's so nice. He doesn't know anything about her. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and it's a good look for him, so he's going to dive right in because it's a good look for him. But she tells men. She's a praying she man. Tells, she tells men, hold on, don't leave me, don't leave me. Lavender, I'm so sorry. Huh? I'm so sorry. Oh, that's fine. But um, Taylor Swift is the type of person, when she dates men, she tricks them in the beginning. But she's fun and she's engaging and she's like, party over here. Hey. And she's that girl. <laughs> but then are, you suggesting that, are you suggesting that Taylor Swift is a psychopath? Or a sociopath, yes. is that what you're saying? Oh, oh, okay, wait. Her song, Blank Space, is her. 
I can make the bad guys good for a weekend. That's her. Yeah. She, and she's, she's like something about. She's getting so cocky, man. She's getting so cocky. cocky. I love it. Yes. I love it. Yes. But that's the, that's the alpha female in her because I feel like she draws them in. She's cute. She's bubbly. She's engaging. She's the best friend at the party. And then over time, she tells them, bend your neck. Bend your neck. Or I suck your blood. Bend your neck. Again. Harder. Again. Bend it. Again. And she's back there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god! Totally. Um, I think I think you should be Fifty Shades of Grey. I think I really think so. I think you're fighting it. You're fighting it, but you you should see it. I will die. Somebody has to like. Tie my hands behind the back. They have to convince me that we're seeing another movie, and when the credits come, I at my black ass is sitting there, and then I will still walk out. Listen, you know I've I've already given my opinion. The books are terribly written. It was it was it started on fanfiction.net, and it should never have left there. I'm appalled at the kind of literature that becomes popular in America, but that movie's going to be hot. Listen, I'm not going to pay to see it. I'll bootleg it. But, you know, that movie's going to be hot. I think you should see it. Ugh. No, I can't. I'm going to... The thought of it, it's going to make me throw up. I am so disgusted. Like, I was disgusted straight from the book. I'm disgusted from the author. Like, I'm just... You know what? You know what I want to do? I want to do a Fifty Shades of Grey type of book, but not from the submissive girl standpoint. Like, I think I want to do something like that, but, but not porn not in, mm-hmm. and more developed than Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. yeah. I'm do it. Now I mean, I'm thinking about it. I'm going to do it. But you know what? There And, and this, this is really what irritates me because, I, you know, I used to write fan fiction when I was in middle school and high school, and there are actually some very creative people who know how to write on that website. But somehow it seems like the most mundane elementary stuff becomes popular, and then it becomes, you know, a best-selling million-dollar franchise. And I'm like, what the hell, man? There was, there was, there are, are thousands upon thousands of really great, well-written stories about various subjects, but somehow this one was chosen to be sold and packaged as a movie, as sex toys, which I don't have a problem with dildos. A lot of people enjoy dildos. Men enjoy dildos. <laughs> Women enjoy dildos. You know, I, I actually started Lesbians to tell Malcolm. Well, lesbians, they have, there's a, there's a sense of lesbians. What are you going to say? Because they have the strap. They have the strap. There's a sense of, like, being a woman and needing the strap at the same time. That's what lesbians do. Well. Not all of them, but a lot of them do. Not all. I didn't say all. I didn't say all. I, you know, (laughs) I'm, I'm not a fan of strap on, um, but you know what? You know, people will just do them. <laughs> yes. And listen, actually, there's nothing wrong with dildos. My concern with Fifty Shades of Grey 
And I should have said this. I should have said too much dildos. Is that it becomes a replacement too much. And, okay, so this is the other thing. I would only be a fan of dildos. Seriously. I would only be a fan of dildos if women would close their legs to um, men that are, let me put it this way. I would... I would only be a fan of dildos if women would close their men to uh, close their legs to men who are not healthy for them. Does Listen, that make but sense? That's, that, but you can't put the, the, that kind of responsibility on dildos. That's all on the woman. Dildos have nothing I, to do with it. They have I, nothing I to do with it. No, I think everything comes down to sex. So they wind up with these pathetic men. They have sex way too soon, and then well, and yeah. then they're crying. They're crying later, and I'm like, no, if that's the case, and put the goddamn dildo in, satisfy that need, and allow a good man to come through. But let the pathetic ones keep walking by. Listen, and you know what? Actually, I agree with you, and this is what I do presently, although I don't use dildos. So why are you always trying to set me up with every guy <laughs> that I talk to you about? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Listen, we're on the you, same page. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. I have I have two girls that are fighting dating. You guys fight and fight and fight. Now, I'm breaking one of you down, and I'm trying to get her yeah, to understand that she needs to be dating, she needs to open no. up, blah, blah, blah. No, You, no. I listen, almost got listen. you, and you put no, the heel back up again. No, listen, I didn't do anything. Listen, I didn't do anything. That's his problem. I didn't do anything. I'm sitting here waiting patiently. Listen, that's true. The reason true. why, the reason why I'm but I not still a want fan you of dating other people. No, 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 no. no. I, I talk to other people. I don't date other people because, in my opinion, dating is a, a waste of time. Everybody's always on their good behavior when they're on dates. I'd rather get to know somebody in a neutral atmosphere, like with this Dominican okay. guy, before I found out that he had a girlfriend. If I met him in the street and thought he was cute and we went on a date, it would have taken me months to figure out that he's an asshole. That's why but I don't like dating. That's my point. But that's, that's my what point. I, don't like I think no, no, I like being I friends think. first. I don't but like dating. I, but I respect that. I'm not, maybe we're using the word dating as the crust of the conversation. Excuse me. I think, I think most girls should just go out, get to know the guy, put the dildo in, you know, don't have sex, <laughs> don't have sex at all. Yes, and that's the I only time you. I'm in full you. agreement with the dildo, only if it prevents you from having sex too soon with the wrong guy. Okay. Wait. Wait, Tracy. But how do you feel about microphones? Wait, what is it? <laughs> what? <laughs> do I know what this is? What is it? Tell me again. Wait. With a micro with a with a micro bullet, nothing gets inserted. Well, I mean it can, but nothing gets inserted is clitoral stimulation. It's not a replica of a penis. It's just literally shaped like a little bullet in a vibrator. Wait a second. Is that one of those kind of like dildos with a little clip on the end, something like uh-uh. that? Mm-mm. No, uh-uh. no. This Wait, it, um, it literally it's called looks a like micro. A, yeah, it literally looks like a bullet, a micro bullet. I mean, they're really big ones. Um, listen, I don't understand if you're going to stimulate your clitoris why your fingers don't work. 
What? Seriously, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I'm not going to answer that. I'm just going to say that a little bit of vibration is a lot better than a finger. That's all I'm going to say. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. We're talking about pictorial stimulation. Yes. Right? Uh-huh. Let, me, let me see what this looks like first. Hold on a second. Uh, but make sure you put in micro bullet because if you put in an actual bullet, there are some of them that look very big and very menacing. Just put in well, micro bullet. Wait, <laughs> hey, I'm I'm so disgusted right now because I looked up micro bullet and then I looked up images and I got scooters. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna screenshot this for you so you can see. I got scooters and then I guess this is micro bullet. I'm gonna screenshot and send it to you. So a micro bullet. I have no idea what this is. California exotic. Oh, I, yeah. I've never heard. I what? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so scared now. What is this? You you know what? It's only $19.99 or sometimes it's $12.95 if you get it from drugstore.com and use your free shipping coupon. You should try it out. I think you would enjoy okay. it. Listen to me. Listen to me. Because I do not know what this is, I'm going to invest in a micro bullet. Oh, really? <laughs> well, listen, you should always try something once. <laughs> even even dildos. Even dildos? <sighs> I'm not a fan of dildos. <laughs> Well, you know what? I'm not either, but for a different. Well, for a similar reason, because in my opinion, uh, like a, a regular dodo or even a vibrating dodo, that can never replace the real thing. So, thank not you. A fan of That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But I get afraid that dildos desensitize you. The motor just desensitize you. So, do you really get to appreciate the penis? But now, well, listen to me. Well, the, you know, a lot of sex desensitizes people too. So, you know, a lot of hey. what? A lot of sex, a lot of what? In and out, a lot of sex, a lot of things being inserted into other places that that um that can do a number on people. The dildo or sex? Sex, both of them. Yeah. Oh, you saying too much sex can do it a number yeah. on you? Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. You know, too much sex can make you lose weight. It's an exercise. Listen to me. <laughs> the whisper. I'm looking at the whisper, micro bullet. <laughs> so listen to this. I love this. It's whisper quiet. It's incredibly powerful. And it's self-heating? What? What's well, what I mean, it, it? listen, that, that's just marketing jargon. It's it's an actual vibration. So because it's shaking a lot, the friction is going to make it hotter. It's, you know, so I mean, technically it's self-heating, but, you know, it's not something that they added to it. It's just... It gets hot by nature because it's it's rubbing. <laughs> it's uh, it's rubbing it's, against your clitoris. Yeah. It's so tiny, though. So you just yeah. stick it between your legs? And you just stick it between your legs? You know what? Stick it wherever it feels good. <laughs> wait, wait. Hold on a second. Because some, some of it has two strings. Some of it has two strings. So... You can stick it in multiple places. 
Or you can use it with a partner. Well, I I actually was going to say that. I did actually was going to say that, and I was like, if I say that, then it just would bring up a whole other conversation. But I started to say to Malcolm, you can also share dildos. Like, you can enjoy Oh, God. He would have gone off but the moon I, if I, I said that. I didn't want to say it to him. I was like, I'm done. This is let it go. <laughs> Well, you know, um, that's that's actually what uh, what myself and a ex used to do because he was he was the one who introduced me to um, adult toys. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know yeah. what, candy. It was him. Candy has a huge business based upon adult toys. Huge. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I said candy from Real Housewives of Atlanta. She has a huge business based upon adult toys. Crazy. You know, she does. I feel like she charges too much for her stuff just because of her name. But I, I mean, it's a smart business move on her part because she talks about it's it. It's a smart like business move. A healthy sex life. But I'm not paying that much for no rebranded toys. Okay, I'm not doing that. Listen, listen. What I can it's get for But I've also heard that candy is a little freak. So, a little what? A little freak. She's a little oh, freak. She's done yeah. She's Yes. Yeah. Well, she's, and you know freaky. what? So this I, is too far removed from what she knows. But but you you know what? I mean, there were always those rumors out there about her. Um, I haven't watched last week, so don't tell me anything if you already saw it. But that that episode when they were in, I think they were in the DR, and they were at that dinner table, and Nene and her friends were being incredibly rude, and mm-hmm. she and Nene kept calling that lady Claudia a whore. Like they're not even saying a hoe or anything. They're like, oh, you whore, you know. Yeah. When she kept saying that, yeah. Candy, and when when Nene and Sager kept saying whore, 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 this and that, Candy's face was kind of like, are you guys serious? Because that's what people used to call her because of her reputation. And she, really? you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's why she stayed she quiet. Was, um, you know how quiet yep. she was. She was quiet, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Right. Extremely quiet. She was. She was hardly laughing with them. And I think um, that's right. Um, but but she, you know, she was. But I also think she was a little bit jealous and confused about Nini and Phaedra's newfound friendship. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I think that's also mm-hmm. part of it. But but mm-hmm. she was like, you know, that's a little bit much to be trying to throw somebody's sexual history in their face as an insult, which I, I agree with her. I agree with her. Not only that, but not only that, Lavender. Nene's a whore. Phaedra is a whore. Not, not, not too know. many of us can date somebody from prison, okay? Not too many of us want to. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> on an air mattress. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Hey, Crystal? Hey, honey, hold on. All right, Lavender, let me get up out of here, and that was gay. <laughs> okay? <laughs> not not all of us can aspire to date somebody from prison. She's a freak. They can't call nobody a whore. They're all whores. Listen, she brought on Mr. Chocolate or Sexual Chocolate or whatever that guy's name was to her, mm-hmm. somebody's mother's birthday party. Mm-hmm. So, you know. She's a, she's, you know. A, she's a freak. All right, girl, let me get up out of here. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, Bye. everyone, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. It's been a pleasure. Um, tune in next week. Love you all. Take it easy. Bye.